right. Well, we are back here with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 159. We're going to make some money. So this will be the ongoing title for when we do like, you know, podcasts we do with Chaz. We're just talking about the TCG. Figure it out. It's just easier to just be like, you know, it's money, it's Yu-Gi-Oh market, Pokemon market. It's probably the best way of doing it moving forward. So uh, let's get into it a bit later. You know, Pokemon market's probably going insane. Or oh slow. my god, oh my dude, the Yu-Gi-Oh market. I don't even want to touch that shit right now. That's just fire. But the Pokemon market is going crazy too, though. Yeah, and this is the thing. I was doing Pokemon market watches, and I'm gonna still release you guys. I recorded them; they're they're done. I'll put them out. But you know, we're gonna have some uh, changes for the show moving forward. So I don't know exactly what day the show is going to be, but you will get the show once a week. And moving forward, because I know a lot of people liked when we uh, clipped out the Market Watch segments that we used to do on my other channel, we're going to do that now. Now, we're not going to always do them for Yu-Gi-Oh! What's going to end up happening is, since I have uh, better audio on my side than Chaz does, because he always has audio problems sometimes when he records, what I thought about doing, and this is what we're going to do, we're going to just do a Market Watch the same way we did for Yu-Gi-Oh!, but we're going to do it for Pokemon. And then I'm going to obviously download the video, cut out the part, then I'm just going to send it to him, and then he's going to upload it to his side of his channel. Now, yes, I'm going to upload it to mine too, but, you know, this way, if we do, what, four episodes of this a month, that's still an extra four videos where yeah. all you're doing is, you know, you're sitting here just talking about Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh shit, you know? So yeah. this is a way for Chaz to get up videos on his channel while also not having to feel like, well, I got to record them this day where you just get them obviously you know potentially once a week and that's something you guys could also look forward to i mean he could premiere them he could upload them i don't care what he does with, with the market watch when he gets it yes i will also upload them myself and that's pretty much the first update the second update is yeah i will be playing Yu-Gi-Oh master duel very very soon again i thought they were going to put the new salomon great support out for master duel but no they didn't and uh, kind of don't really what the fuck you know it's crazy i uh i, I don't want to really play the deck without the new support you know what I mean? So yeah. I'll probably end up just playing True Draco and some other strategy until they release new Salmon Great Support. Because why would I want to play with just what's there when I know there's new shit out? And in Master Duel, because what people don't understand, they're going to put the new stuff in there anyway. They want to promote the newest stuff as, as much as they attempt to, right? Guys, the Master Duel format now almost reflects the TCG, except not in like the most one-to-one way. Master Duel literally had a full-power tier limit format with Max C. The amount of crack that I saw people on when those strategies were going, and I was see I was them actually playing was absolutely insane. You know, so when when I'm looking at how Master Duel's you know functioning, I cannot wait to play that again for you guys. I'm not like quit playing it. It's just more like you know, we we've been basically doing like you know, now today we would have done four podcasts today actually, and moving forward I might just put this on. Wednesday because this is probably the easiest time to get it done because on Sunday well I'm really tired after work on Sunday after our cloud nine podcast and then we probably just end up like streaming league so we might do it on Sunday Sunday might be the more preferred day unless I have like a one-on-one going on Monday really can't happen because I get up super early on Tuesday morning so Monday pretty much can't happen anymore because on Monday now I got to get up at five o'clock in the morning to get ready and be at the door by like 5 10 so the best days for it potentially are going to be now sundays unless i have a one-on-one set 
or we'll just probably end up doing it today. Or we could just do it two times a week because if I don't have a one-on-one, well, we might as well do it. Yeah. So we could potentially have an episode Sunday and an episode Wednesday because – you know what I was thinking about earlier, dude? The yeah. market changes so much after a tournament. Like YCS oh, yeah. Indianapolis, that'll change the market. And then the prices will end up cooling down. YCS. You know, like, yeah, um, later on. When Pokemon has Pokemon a regional, regionals, when prices po- go up. When then, new like, cards came weekday. out. Yeah. Uh-huh. But one good thing about Pokemon is the more expensive card goes up, mm-hmm. but the cheaper ones stay the same. They actually get cheaper. That's what I right. think about mm-hmm. Pokemon. Because mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh, if there's only one printing, or there's multiple high rarity printing. People know they have to overcharge for it. Yes. Yeah. That's all you can get. And this is the thing that like, people don't understand is yeah. like when there's like one printing of a card and, and, and it goes up in value, people factor in that card doesn't have a reprint. People can just charge literally whatever. That's why when people say, why is it common like $8? Well, if it has no reprint and it came out like 10 years ago, people can literally just charge whatever for it because there's no actual barrier for it to be whatever price it needs to be. It was only cheap at that moment in time because, well, there was no deck utilizing it. That's mm-hmm. the reason why it was cheap. You know, Pokemon doesn't have that. Pokemon has a much different market setup that I absolutely love because it's different to dive into a different market and see like how they do things actually. Because when Pokemon releases a product, everyone doesn't know this as your Yu-Gi-Oh player, when they release a product, you get all the products with it. Yu-Gi-Oh's stretched out throughout the year. Pokemon is like, oh, let's take 151, for example. So Scarlet Violet 151 came out and you get all the products with it. So you have booster packs, booster boxes, the trainer box, the binder, you have the those rectangular boxes that come out with the special uh, the, giant cards the, in them. The, uh, yep, you got those, the ETBs, you got the right, yeah. ultimate collection sets. And they don't do it all at once. They spread it out over a span of a month. Yeah. So they first give you like wave, a good amount wave, of it first. Wave, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they give you a, a good amount of it first, then little increments later on. And I like I like both systems. I think both systems have their merit because when it feels like a new Pokemon product does come out, it has like a lot of like enthusiasm about it because it's you haven't got one in a long time. So the newest one comes out and a lot of people like it initially up front. But then what I've noticed is if, it, if it's a really bad main core booster set or a side set, people are like really mad about it because you're waiting so long to get something new, you know? But, but when Pokemon, since the sets are so big, there's, like, comments in there that'll completely just change how formats sometimes work. That's what I've been seeing. So, yep. all right. Well, what's been going on on your channel, man? Uh, I just put out a video about, well, the Premier League. I got one coming out or either tomorrow or Friday. It's going to be about okay. when you have to play in Toronto. Mm-hmm. That one, I'll still try to uh, figure out how to just edit that a little bit. The good, like, Toronto's weird because we're in a format now because mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize about Pokemon, it literally goes by where you where the regional's at. I'm thinking, all right, everybody's going to bring the best deck. But Pokemon better tend to be week by week. And I, of course, it's set by set, but mm-hmm. every week's where Charizard's the best deck. Next week, oh, no, this deck counters this deck. Oh, this deck was only good because no one knew how to counter it. It's like once the deck is is fair out of the counter, now you gotta counter that counter. And it's just crazy. And now, now I'm starting to realize mm-hmm. like Toronto meta is gonna be totally different from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like the top three decks I think people are saying that's going that might be the most represented. Mm-hmm. Might be Chipel, Mariah, and Lost Box. Lost Box is just so it's easy to pick up as it's, it's Hard to understand and master, and it says depending on what build you you're building. But then you got Morales, easy to pick up, easy, actually easy to play. It's just 
y'all learn about secrecy. Same thing with uh, Chip Powell. I'm like, wait a second. That's me. Sacramento have more variety because it's West Coast. There's a lot of people on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And you start realizing, oh shit, this man is different. That's why I'm just watching videos, trying to understand how people break down a Pokemon meta. Because you know better is, okay, this deck's the best deck. All right, cool. This deck's the best deck. It's, it's, it's not tier zero, but like, because it's past weekend for Yu Gi Oh! Right? Um, Rescue Age did this, whatever that new card that had a new set helped Rescue Age become even more tier one. Now it's nowhere cash tier. It's like, all right, this started looking like the OCG. Medadio got a top four. Yeah. Rescue, it was a Rescue Ace final. Rescue Ace won the event. That's oh. It was a Rescue Ace like, finals. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, cool. This deck is good. I, I sold the court because I, I tried to learn it. I was like, nah, I'm good. The play style just wasn't it for me. Okay. It's, it's not a bad deck. It was, it was like, I remember the guy was asking, he was like, why are you selling the deck? I don't hate the deck. It's just not, there's just certain play styles that's just not for me. Like, yeah. I like like I like playing LG. I like to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like playing Medadio to a certain degree. I, I love playing Scareclaw. I love playing Flu because it's just easy. It's like, mm-hmm. cool. Just, you know, you know, it's, it's like, it's so good. It's like, okay, it's just very easy to pick up Flu. It's like, they, they come to the left. It's like, there's, certain, there's just certain decks in the format. You're like, no, I'm good. And then, you're watching all these videos. You're watching these. It's like weird. The pro YouTubers is, or the the pro Yu-Gi-Oh players, mm-hmm. if you could call them pros, I guess. Yeah. They're like, oh, this, this format's not good. It's too diverse. And then there's a, there's a few pro players that are like, no, this is the best format. This is one of the better ones. It's it a tier zero format is good too. Good. It 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 helps you. Okay. How do you tech against the best deck and how you deck build? But this one, formats like this, like really reward the people that know their deck, that know the strengths and weaknesses, and they know how to get out of the play style as well as deck building. Hmm. Both, both, both a tier zero and a, and a diverse format have their like, pros and cons. Hmm. The biggest pro for both of them, every it rewards dedication, hard hard work and dedication. It what it does what uh was it uh the con is like the con for a deck in a tier zero format is you don't know what tech cards or people are playing. Plus you're gonna be you're gonna be used to a lot of air magic. You're gonna be bored out your mind. Mm-hmm. But the technical play gets better. This format's the opposite. You, you're playing a lot of different decks. You don't know what to prepare for. But the thing is, you look at every deck that is physically possible. You go tournament by tournament. You look at every deck that like that gets featured on the feature back. Because Exodia did make me too. But you know, okay, cool. Let me play Draw. Draw hits this, 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 and this deck. Okay, let me put Draw outside. All right, cool. People are playing Rudik again. Let me play Crown. Oh, uh, oh, uh, what's the card? Oh, uh, Cosmos Light Clothes. Oh, but you, you, you only have 50 cards in your 
side deck. All right, cool. I need to play impactful cards. But right. Evenly back might work, but it's like a lot of times you, you don't need a complete four wipe. You just need two or three cards to mm-hmm. hit and, you know, boom, that's it. Because I wanted to show you guys this right now. We have the uh, top 32 deck breakdown from YCS Indianapolis. Yep. Show you guys on screen right here. And Rescue Ace. Right away. Yeah, Rescue Ace, Purely, Tier Elements, Unchained. The fact that Tier Elements are still here is absolutely insane. Manadium. The fact that Tiller came back is insane. Manadium, Sprite, Bistial, Vlunderese. Vlunderese is in there just because always reasons. Uh, Rika, Labyrinth, Vanquish Soul, Exorcister, Runic. I heard, um, what was his name? Asian Persuasion? Yeah. He played, Top 32. Uh, he played Stop, Runic, Runic Stun. Stun. Yeah. <laughs> Runic Stun. <laughs> Did he play that shit with like three skill drain or some shit? Oh, I forgot what I forgot what his build was. Oh, uh, find it on here if we scroll down. Let me try and see. There's new car. Oh, didn't Age of Overlord? Age of Overlord. Yeah, come out, right? it was legal for this set. It was that fight. Uh, Rescue Age One. Then the new that those those first two cards on top. Plus, there's some other new cards. Are That's these going to be like generic cards that other decks can use to make themselves as strong too? To a certain degree, to a certain degree. Um, I, I know Scareclaw and Manatee can play them. Okay, I, I've been out of it for like a week. What's this new female card right here, this Link one? Oh, SP uh, uh, Little Knight. That what motherfucker that like $120. Holy uh, crap! <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm bringing it up right now because I can't really describe it. Um, okay. bring it up right now on TC Player? Yeah, it, yeah it, it's about $100. Okay, God, it feels like I haven't been here in forever. I'm just, I'm just um, still doing market watches. FP Little it's to effect mounted. Uh, if this card is linked, someone using a Fegus, Synchro, XYZ, or Link material, pretty much, you're going to use it for whatever. You can target one card on the field or in, in either graveyard, beta shit. Also, your monsters cannot attack directly this turn. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter half the time. Right. When your opponent activates the card effect, you can target two face on monsters on the field, including a monster you control base, both of them to the end phase. That's me. Like a lot of times, if your opponent wants to start something early, you just go boom and then you hit him. Okay. And SP Little Knights coming out of Age of Overlord, the Starlight Rares, are basically almost about as what I pay in rent <laughs> $514 for a Starlight. God, yep. this is like I'll tell you right now because I've been doing market watches and th- this week I, I I couldn't get any done. This was the yeah. first main course set I've missed doing a market watch for in like a very very long time. But now I I'll, I'll ask you this: Do do you think um there will be? Do you think this is a good main core booster set? Actually, oh no, this is this is easily the best one of the year. They were close. Okay, Fulton happened over the close second. I remember how we talked about. I think the last one we did. I mean, I remember you said, depending on the reaction the from the uh, quarter century secret rare buff yeah. that um, the last set did, they might do that for this set. Because I know, yeah. because this is the weird thing, and I, I think I, I actually agreed with you the last time we talked about Yu-Gi-Oh!, which was if you make more Starlights and more chase cards in quotations, right, to be fair, wouldn't that devalue having a chase card, honestly? yeah. 
And now they've been doing it. And now in this set, they did it again. They made a good amount of cards the quarter century secret rares. Now we know these would be like the Starlight rares if it wasn't the 25th Yu-Gi-Oh anniversary. No. We know it'd be like the first five of these would be like the Starlight rares. Now, maybe even after this year, they're gonna do this for all the main core booster sets. You know, instead of and that that would just fundamentally change how core booster sets have worked for like the last, I don't know, 20 plus years of Yu-Gi-Oh! Where now instead of having like five chase cards, there's like 20. Exactly. I, I don't I don't know if I like that. I mean, I'll have to see the effects in the market for that. Because it started with the other main core booster set before this one, which was fuck the name. I'm blanking on the name. It was from with Duos Nexus, yeah. So it started I with Duos like Nexus. Because I'm I'm gonna realize Are you thinking like just because even though there's more chase cards, a valuable card still gonna be valuable no, no matter what? It's gonna be valuable from a competitive standpoint. I realize mm-hmm. most of these cards now mm-hmm. are gonna be competitive because of a uh, competitive standpoint. They're gonna be valuable because of competitively, right? Mm-hmm. Not from a collector's. Mm-hmm. Most people ain't really collecting cards like these anymore. Like there are people who, who do complete sets, right? Mm-hmm. But that's mostly in Pokemon. So what about like the um outside of the quarter century secret rares? What about the uh, the like the secret rare cards? Uh, what's, what's this one? Visa's Samsara. Right now, currently, it's about yeah. $12 right now. You yeah. like the Visa's cards, actually, a lot. Yeah, I picked, I picked this up by right Stevens. That's $7? Okay, that's not bad. It started off at that price, dropped to 7 mm-hmm. and it came back. And then I and got, then, like, the whole core for, like, 30 because I needed Sarcophagus. Yep. This is for like Horus. Oh yeah, okay. I remember Horus. the Horus support. Horus. That that shit came out when I was a kid. Guys, when Yugo GX came out. Oh yep. my god, I was like, I was like in sixth grade when that shit came out. Yep. Holy fuck. Horus support. Okay. I always thought the whole level gimmick in Yu-Gi-Oh was so stupid. That was just. I'm so glad they stopped that a long. I time liked ago. it. I liked it. I, I think they just gave up on it too quickly. It's a weird thing because I, I don't feel like the it's I guess for the time period it was just even too slow even for that. I think what, what they should have done is they mm-hmm. should have done it like at the end phase. You could you could you could special you could tribute this card in your end phase for the next level. I think they should have made that that would have made it faster. Also, most of the starter level cards like Silent Swordsman, the Horus card. What was the other one I was gonna say? Horus, Silent Swordsman. There's another one. Oh, arm like arm dragon level three. The 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 little baby ones to get to the bigger guys. It always never felt like a good payoff though. The only one that really had the best payoff was the Horus monsters. Yeah. You know? When it went to from level six to level eight, actually. Uh so what's this one? Oh my god, these names. Jesus Christ. Daum Duamutef? Yeah, Duamutef. Duamutef Blessing of Horus. Uh this is like three dollars as well. So it seems like as usual with main core sets. The quarter century secret verse carry the value and basically the secrets and ultras plummet after about a week. Yeah, nothing's yeah. changed. Good old, good old way the markets work for the last four plus years. Gotta love that, don't we, people? Uh, what's this one? Arias the Labyrinth Butler. Okay, this one is about thirteen dollars and twenty nine cents. And is there? Oh my! Let me go over it right now. During the main phase, quick effect, you can send this card from your hand or field to the graveyard. Special summon one Labyrinth monster or set one normal trap from your hand. That's disgusting. (laughs) That's really good. Yeah. The set normal trap can be activated this turn. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Oh, when your opponent activates a card or effect in response to your card effect, activation of a normal trap or a labyrinth card, except Arias, the labyrinth butler, quick effect, you can activate this effect in your graveyard, special summon this card. You can only use each effect of Arias, the labyrinth butler, once per turn. All right, so way to make a deck even stronger, Konami. Good job. Congratulations. Yep. And they don't ban none of the cards, plus they don't mm-hmm. ban. And go back, look at the attack and defense of that card. Wasn't it like 1,500 or some shit? Or else I got it wrong. Go back. Nah, just go back and look at that card. Let me see. What was the attack on this thing? Yeah, about 1,500, 25 defense. It works. Where like it's a level six that it's a level six level six dark. Oof. There's a lot of utility in that. Okay. That you can you can go that plus a tutor. You that plus the new Visa's card go right to Brick Barry. Right. Yeah, that plus Bitch go to a rank six. Remember they in this set they gave TG support, uh TG over Dragon Arm. Yeah. There's not much uh Konami always does this too. They never give a deck actual support it needs for the updated time period in Yu-Gi-Oh. Even if even if it's a past archetype, yeah. they'll like stick to like the playstyle that strategy had from back then. But that that functional that functionally can't make it playable still from this it time. Can, it can make it playable. That it is half the time it's not even a monster that needs to be updated. It's a spell you need to spell a job card that will be updated. A lot of times yeah. some yeah. of these decks. Mm-hmm. These decks from a like Shadal still work because they got still a trap card that make them absolutely busted. Well, also, and the Shadal monsters have just great utility just in general. Like, even if you're not basically sending them and flipping them, if you send them to the graveyard, you get a lot of bonus utility dumps from the grave, summons from the grave, popping spell traps from the grave, you know? But that see, can't even really with ever that, get even with that though, it was still bad on the shifter. It, it, it yeah, wasn't until yeah. Schism. Think about it. Shadal didn't really see outside good player until Schism came in and then mm-hmm. oh I could see because you can only use you can only use like Shadal Fusion is only good on your turn. Going yeah. second. It was, it was like you could do it going first. Like El Shadal Fusion is good, but it's right. like Shadal Schism, you can take the cards in your graveyard that are mm-hmm. not gonna see any, any more utility. You just banish them. Plus, mm-hmm. you get that effect, mm-hmm. and on that card is like sometimes all, all it takes is one or two spell and trap cards, and um, and plus they gave them a new monster, uh, Apcolone, just right. And, Al Capone, <laughs> yep, Al Capone, Bustle. So, what else in Yu Gi Oh is coming out? Oh, the Rarity Collections full spoiler list should be out very soon. Yep, and that's gonna be doing some numbers. And when obviously, guys, when the full spoiler list is out for this, I'll be doing a video about that as well. This is billed to be one of the best sets of the year, but I mean, you usually when people say that, it's like we don't really have much good in the year, so I mean, anything's possible, actually. Uh, Valiant Smashers, well, this is gonna be, it's gonna be one of those deck building sets. I, I, I figured, yeah, but triple archetype sets, as I like to call them, coming out November, yeah, uh, 17th. And the, guys, guess what the last Yu Gi Oh product is for the Yu Gi Oh. 25th anniversary year, a fucking structure deck based around Fire Kings. That's what's going to end the yeah. year. That's the last product released. There's a lot of Fire Thief stuff coming out this year. There was, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Fire Kings, the that Solar Great. There was a. Uh, fuck. Let's see. 
what else is here? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, the last thing guys coming out is basically the Fire King structure deck. And like, yeah, that's the way we end our 25th anniversary fucking structure deck. Well, that's just how life goes sometimes. All right. So that's enough Yu-Gi-Oh! That's we're done with Yu-Gi-Oh! We cover pretty much everything. Uh, as a let people know, more market watches will be coming out on the main channel. And can't wait to dive back into the juicy market goodies. Well, all the prices going up in value because Bron de Fleur is just going to be one of the best synchros released in a very long time. All right. Yeah. Let's go to Pokemon. So I'm going to, as as these episodes will always be, whenever we do them, potentially once or twice a week, we're going to set up the Pokemon individual cards as well as the products and the prices and go over them as well. So before we do the actual video, let's set it up. So this is what Chaz will come in handy. What do you want to go over in the video for this week, actually? Like which um, do you want to cover first? We do game 51. I think everything from the Scarlet and Violet era. To break that down. Just from 151, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything from Obsidian Flames or Pal Day Evolved? Yeah, every, everything up to uh, Scarlet and Violet. Okay, Pal Day Evolved, Scarlet and Violet. Oh my god, you won't believe who I saw. What the fuck? Uh, Crown Zenith? Let me see. No, no Crown Zenith was still with the last set of uh, of uh, of Sword and Shield. Okay, it came so, out this year, but cause don't, don't forget the new calendar year don't start till like April. Right, so this is rotated out, right? No. Oh, no. It's it's the last set of Scarlet. No, no. Not even close. Oh. Okay, we have Obsidian Flame, Scarlet and Violet. Uh, what else is here? Let's do Advanced Search. Okay, you said Scarlet Violet series. Okay, so Paladay Evolve, promo cards, base set, City and Flames. So that 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 will be it for the for the, for this one, right? Oh, Paradox Rift. Okay, is this new coming out? I, I, let me see. You won't you won't believe who who works who's who's collaborating with Pro Play Games now, man. This shit's crazy. What's oh, going on? Oh, oh, damn, damn. Ugh, I can already feel it in my gut. I can already what? feel it in my gut, man. All right, so this is Paradox Rift. This is coming up. Did you hear anything about this actually? Uh, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, this says this this best of the year. Damn close. Easy. Okay. Before easy. we go into this one, we'll do. Okay, so let's do Crown Zenith or Tempest. Okay. Anything else from here that you want to go over? We can stop. Uh, Lost Origin. Okay, so we did Super Tempest. Then we'll do Lost Origin. All right, so let's make sure I keep this list right here so we can rearrange them. We'll do everything in order. All right, so we'll do Lost Origins first. Okay, we'll do Lost Origin. Yeah. And then we're going to do Silver Tempest. Then what's after that? We have Crown Zenith, right? Yeah. Okay, so Crown Zenith needs to be third. Okay, then after that, it would go... Sword Shield. It's Paladin Evolve, right? Okay. Yeah, Sword Shield, then Paladin Evolve, then City of Flames, then 151. Okay. 51 goes back right there. Okay, and do we get base set, right? Yeah, yeah base set. Did, is... I, did I do that one? We did? No. I, think I, did. I don't think I did. You're right, I didn't. You're right. Yeah, I, that's why I kept saying uh, oh, Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, when you said like, base set, I was like, my, my brain was fucking right there. Yeah, that's what, like, I, like, I don't even say base set, I just say the title, because okay. everything yeah. else is Scarlet and Violet, Paldea, Ball. It's, Paldea but Ball. It's, it's like, it's like, no, it's Fuck all that. It's it's like, oh, Sun and Moon, Sun and Moon Club. No, it's just Comic Club. <laughs> we know it's Sun and Moon era. Like, because then you'll start, oh, Sword and Shield. This dark as a blaze. Because once you know the first set, you don't keep 
you don't gotta keep saying Sword and Shield unless you're talking about, oh, are you getting that uh, Sword and Shield set? Because pe- people don't even say, oh, are you getting the Sword and Shield Darkest Blade set? Right. Like Darkest Blaze? Because it's like, it's like. What does PPG doing? I, mean, I haven't watched a. a yes. they, they always jump on um, the newest trading card game, but if there's no traction, they immediately start dropping it. They always do that, which makes sense. It's fine. I mean that. I mean that does close with how do people show up or choose not to show up? But guess who's guess who's casting? Guess who's casting? Yeah, just click the video. I, I was like, wait a second. I heard the voice. I was like, oh no! Oh my. <sighs> Okay. You heard, it, you heard the voice? Let me do it right now. I'm gonna put the audio on. Was it that at the very beginning, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh lord, I'm, we're about to hear some cringe. We're here, but it's working here. There. <laughs> That's why she she left for personal reasons. Now nah, she went to pro play games. Yeah, that's a downgrade, like a motherfucker. Woo! What is she going from ride games to pro play games? <laughs> it's crazy because it's like you're like, oh shit. I actually thought it was uh, the, the the Looney Tune who plays Noble Knights. I thought it was that person. I was like, holy who shit! Noble, who plays Noble Knights? The 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 person who was saying that that one pink haired dude was a woman that won that European nationals the one that was like really really championing for her I forgot her name which one is that because had people was championing for her. I was like oh, okay go go no it was the fuck Nicole V not Nicole V Davis fuck so that's a that's a white lady um God is the person that I got into it on Twitter that the Looney Troon forgot the oh my God forgot I forgot forgot his name. It's the one that Rogue Hero said he met at a regional. It's, oh. the one that, it's the one that Triff said that was telling him some bullshit. You know, and he listened to it because he's a fucking idiot. I forgot. Uh, I it was the girl who plays uh, Igno- uh, Infer Noble Knight, actually. It's a loony person. But oh, I, I, I forget the I, name. I'm not going to lie. There's so many loony people in Yu-Gi-Oh! I, 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 lost, I lost count. Yeah, me too. Oh. I'll, I'll literally have the name right after, it's, after we finish this. I was like, Looney Tune. I was like, dude, there's so many in Yu-Gi-Oh. I was like... Yeah, what... I, and Yu-Gi-Oh was always going to be potentially that place for these crazy, weird gender people to... Pokemon, no, Pokemon's like that, dude. Pokemon's like yeah. that, dude. Because, you got to think about it. This year, there was a trans person that won... That, um... Was it, I think got top four at Worlds. Or top eight. Either way. Um... She is it she or he? I I, I can't remember the pronoun. She won back. I think she won two regionals and stuff, or two YCSs and a nationals with Sunat Arika Sunatla. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I I I I practiced that deck. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I was like, okay, yeah, you. Yeah, and then, and it, was a, a, it was just so weird, man. Because the person who won that European Nationals, I can say, is a dude. That's a guy. There was no, there's been no first ever girl to win a Yu-Gi-Oh event. That's never happened. Never will happen. If I'm being honest here. I'm pretty for the tie. Definitely the girl. Fuck you. <laughs> no, Fuck that's you. how I put it. That's how I. That's how I say. That's how I get it. She. she, I, she that, that's giving him way too much. That's giving him way too much credit. 
He identifies as a girl. I say he identifies as a girl. All right, cool. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the truth. You get bad. Don't, don't get bad at me. I'm right. Why you booing me? I'm right. The fuck? <laughs> he, he identifies as a girl. Yeah, hey. yeah. And people are going to miss that when you, when you said he identifies as a girl. That's very, very key there. Oh, yeah. Lord. <laughs> like, it's like the same thing that one national, uh, the NAIC, he identifies as a girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I say, hey. Uh, when people are asking for like, imagine asking. Pro, you know what the pro, fuck pro, is? People yeah. didn't even get up mad, mad at me because I said he identifies a girl. People got mad at me because I said, man, she looked a little. She, she I said he looked a little uh, about <laughs> nervous, man. He needs to get a cheeseburger. Don't, don't. Oh, don't Jessica. Body. That was the person that yeah. won the European national. Yeah. I the person that was cheerleading for him. Oh, God. that's a bunch of people. People got mad at me because I said don't body shame her. Body shame him or her. Because first of all, he need to eat a cheeseburger. Motherfucker looks skinny as shit. Motherfucker, motherfucker need to eat son. Yeah, hey man, I you know I agree. It's just uh, I hate yeah. uh, good lord. I, I, I uh, guess Yu-Gi-Oh is a, a place for mentally ill fucking trading card games because Pokemon does the same thing. <laughs> trading card I, games are just a place oh, for these weirdos who just like because okay. like this type of a thing is just a place where these crazy weirdo loony troons could come in here and be like, yeah, accept me. And it's like, do you play card games good? Because I don't, I'm not doing the other part. And people, if you also people don't play card games said, good, go well, fuck yourself. People, like, and the sad part about it, these people, these people are, are already accepted because it's like, once you come into the game, you get accepted almost immediately. Like, what are yeah. you get accepted? People will accept you don't matter how good or how bad you are, as long as you come in with a good attitude, you can accept it. People don't realize that, and that's the sad thing about it. It's like, but it, no, people will accept you. Like, is, but the issue always boils down when when some of these people don't like to be not even disagree with. It's like you have to do this. It's like, but what if I just don't want to? I don't even like, know. And you know, like, I don't know you. Like, fuck. Cause like, cause my first question is, what gender did you identify? As? Or what? No, what gender were you born as? A man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He identified as she. That's true. Like the fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, that is the truth. Mm-hmm. He he technically was born a man, right? Right. Yes. Instead of instead of had a uh, a procedure where you didn't want to have a penis anymore. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like motherfuckers. It's like you remember you remember you heard about the couple that literally both of them became transgenders. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I oh, wait, 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 wait. The guy didn't want to be a guy. The girl, the girl didn't, didn't want to be a girl. girl so they just swapped. Oh, like that. That is that is a long way of doing one plus one. You could you could just done one plus one. It's like instead, no, you gotta buy, you gotta subtract one and then add two. What the fuck? I'm like, okay. But I didn't feel comfortable as a man. I didn't feel comfortable as a woman. Yeah, I felt Kobo being together. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, lock me up in Arkansas because I'd rather be with them crazy than these crazies. Oh shit, that makes no sense. You were what? <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of shit? What kind of shit is that? What the fuck is? Rather just, I don't know, man. No, man, it's. 
you you knew when this Looney Tune stuff would pop off, trading card games would be the best place for people to migrate and be like, ah, accept me and bullshit. And it's only when because these people go out of their way to, to say these. Because you're right, most people don't really give a fuck as long yeah. as you just play card games, whatever, and you talk about yeah. the game and do all that stuff. You theorize, right? It's when these people go on these groups, social media platforms, and start spouting horse shit. It's like, dude, first of all, we already didn't care. And second of all, well, if you're going to ask my opinion, then I'm going to give you my opinion. Like, sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's They put their own self in that. All right. Uh, you ready? Let's go. Yeah. All right. Let's go here. Share screen. Okay. So when it hits about 36 minutes, hits 37 minutes exactly, that, that's when I'll start, okay? All right. And we can go for as long, long as you want. Um, I mean, you like to keep things short, so we keep about, you know, about 15, yeah. 20, 15 minutes 20 minutes if you want. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's start with my usual, my hot sex stories with Kiara Kitty and Amaranth in Vegas. I mean, you can, but clip that out. What do you mean? Don't yeah. you want that in there? <laughs> All right. Can you tell about the story about the time I came over, you know, and let him back there, you know, like, back to the summer and cock it, you know, she wanted to ride it, but her mom was there the whole time. But you want to talk about that story? Isn't that your imagination? No. Is it, is it you and Kiara Kitty your imagination? No, that's real life. Well, I'm bl- black people can't lie, dude. That's what CNN told me. Yeah, I'm not lying about, you know. Oh, my love. You're insane. All right. I don't want to smother me between her legs. Uh, Let's go. All right. Woo. Oh, fuck me. Uh, Yeah, close that part out. (laughs) If anyone's listening listening to this, when when I put this episode on podcasting platforms, Chaz was trying to get Lenny to moan like that. Just saying. Trying to, nigga. I'm about to, I'm about to blow that back out, man. All right, let's go. Miss Higgy. No, I'm going to pull that dick out. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Nigga, I'll close it. I'll close it. Don't, don't fuck around. I'll close that shit. I'll jerk you out better than she will. I'm just saying. Okay, okay I'm closing it. I'm closing it. <laughs> 37 minutes exactly. All right, let's go. I'm closing it. All right, let's nigga, go. Fuck that. I'm about to clip that shit right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be jerking off your liquid, sir. <laughs> uh, okay, so for anyone that's listening to this and next. watching this in whatever capacity that you are, uh, if we do these two times a week, we'll, we'll probably alternate one week, one week Yu-Gi-Oh, one week Pokemon, or, you know, just depending, depending on, on what, like, what event goes on. Like, yeah. I know this, I know next week we're talking about Toronto Regional. Yes. That's, we are talking about Pokemon because because this is the last regional before Paradox Rift comes out. Or, no, there's another regional, but it's not in America. That's me. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna be, I'm going to keep it honest. Half of us do not give a fuck what happens in another country. Because what we, it, it's kind of like how Yu Gi Oh! is. Mm-hmm. Regional Sun Avalon doesn't do shit in America, but can win a, a YCS over in. Um, no CG, in, yeah. In, in, um, in Europe. It's. Oh no, OG got sets well however. I'm talking about regions. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Think about it. You got you got North America, you got you know America, you got mm-hmm. Europe, and you got Latin America. Latin America, mm-hmm. all three are separate. Like right. missing mine, missing mine would never win in America when it was legal. It, it can win down in Europe because most 
if you got a hundred dollars in the dream, you could go in and dollars <laughs> in the dream. <laughs> was like, dude. Some card version of Martin Luther King. What the fuck? Hey, dude. This, hey, this, this, this past this past old regional, somebody walked in with a seventy dollar deck and went out. It came out with ten thousand dollars. Imagine that. Don't Walk, tell me that. Don't imagine my heart. going to the store buying two mu V Max boxes. Is three to four packs of whatever card you need, or or you go for your you know your local book writer, sign up for the regional at the last second, get every card you need. Tell mm-hmm. so, here's my deck, sir. Boom, boom, boom. You got the deck list. You paid about eighty dollars. Pokemon right. tournaments used to be twenty. They're like seventy dollars now, but you get a lot more stuff with it plus the prize money as well. You go in. No one's expecting your deck to win because of Charizard. Charizard's not doing really well right now. Mm-hmm. You get to the finals, you're going to get lost box. Easy back for a BV back. A lot of hit points. Like, lost box can't hit those consecutively. They have mm-hmm. to take turns. BV backs, all right, cool. Put an SQ out. Put this card out. Put this card out. Next mm-hmm. you know, you're hitting for 200. You're hitting for 300. Or you're hitting for 280. You're hitting for 260. Because you can snipe. You can snipe mm-hmm. Pokemon out of the bench. Take a prize card. Take two prize cards. Take three prize cards. All right, cool. Boom. Next you know. All right, cool. You get to the finals. You're one game away. You're playing. Your opponent just doesn't have enough cards to win. He's short one card. He can get this, but he can't knock you up. As soon as you go to turn, that final turn, you win. No matter what. Because you got the cards. And boom. Now you just took a $70, $80 deck to a regional. And now you got plus not just get ten thousand dollars, now plus get the trophy and travel awards. You got an auto invite to worlds. <laughs> you don't even gotta play the rest of the year. People still play the rest of the year just to get more right. money. Because you still the thing is once you get your award, you can't I think you said you're no you're no longer eligible for points because you because when you, when you win a regional, they cap you all they automatically cap you up. You can literally go in there with zero points. Mm-hmm. When you're regional, you get 600 points you, or 500 in, in Europe, you automatically cap mm-hmm. for the or whatever region, whatever region you're in, mm-hmm. they, they auto cap you. That's mean if you really if you win a regional, I think like five, it's whatever amount per region. That's me. I think if you're American go to Europe, mm-hmm. I think you still need certain points left, but I think you get capped out either way. Now you get but you get travel award to go to the regional, plus you get ten thousand dollars on top of that. It's like after taxes, it's like eighty five hundred. But fuck it, eighty five hundred dollars more than I like. You get a Yu Gi Oh, motherfuckers can't get money for worms. They give you a trophy and a thank you very much. What the fuck is this? They give you a trophy and a shit of uh, shit card. Pokemon's like, oh, here's ten thousand dollars, and we'll give you money to come. Two worlds at our expense. Mm-hmm. What? And you wonder why people are mm-hmm. not taking Yu-Gi-Oh seriously, or people are like, there are a lot of people who, I mean, there's people like Pack, and the reason why I like before we go to the bar one, I would yeah. this now. There mm-hmm. are people like Pack who say, "I love Yu-Gi-Oh, but I, I hate this format." Okay, cool. Those are the ones they're not going to quit. If they are loud and voice. You voiceful about their opinion about that, mm-hmm. like this format, they're not leaving you because you don't know they got. It is people like Kamal Crooks who are Victorian. A lot of these pit players who just 
All right, cool. They, they don't even doubt that they're leaving. They just go play another card game. Fuck it. Yeah, because the thing here, man, what I've what I've noticed is if they announce it like on like their Facebook pages, because that's how that's how behind some people are, even at Yu-Gi-Oh, where like they're they, they post their announcements on Facebook and then the people will be like, Oh, you're a trader, you're going to the competitor. It's like, well, the competitor actually offers you money for putting your own money into the game. Now and they give, and they give you an auto world qualify if you would like, And this is what I tell people that they're gonna listen to this. You know, when I put it out, it's people to understand. It's not about, but first of all, you can't like betray Yu Gi Oh! because, well, first of all, you don't really have to have allegiances. The third, sorry, and second, the, there's no real incentive to play the game at a high competitive level, even if you're that good as these people are and win prizes because the price structure in Yu Gi Oh! is terrible. You know, how people were gaslighting each other into believing, oh, when Kazuki Takahashi died, it's going to get all better. Guys, he was. Fucking probably a billionaire from Japan standards, but he'd be a multimillionaire here. Yeah. He already, I guarantee you, from his will, had incentives for his family to run the Yu-Gi-Oh estate. Second of yeah. all, you, we know how Japanese people function. Japanese people, like because we know we know this with Nintendo, they want their shit ran exactly how they wanted to. Yeah. No wiggle room. That's how they function. And you know, people, and then people uh, wonder why Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh are different. Yeah, yeah, I realize Pokemon. Offers money because they've been doing that from the beginning. Because they see it like how the in, in, in the actual video game or whatever, you get money when you win the tournament at the end of the day. Yeah, you was. Like when you won, you got cash. Mm-hmm. Like it, like when Ash beat the Elite Four, the reason why they right. didn't do it initially, because mm-hmm. they didn't know where they were going to be at. They, they started doing cash eventually. They did cash tournaments. like. They say, oh, you can offer whatever amount of cash you want. Like, I remember winning a couple hundred dollars playing some local tournaments and all that back in the day. But they were they were ready for Wizards of the Coast. That's Wizards of the Coast. They, they had no freaking rules. They listen to whatever they got from Pokemon in Japan. And then you, then you look at tournaments like, uh, what was it? Like, you look at Pokemon and you understand why. Like, po- like Pokemon men do cash. The thing is, dude, they, they don't do cash everywhere. There are certain countries that have gambling laws, like Spain. You can't host a tournament in Spain unless it's considered a special event. That's, okay. In a way, like, the okay. reason why world will never be in Spain because right. the world gives you cash. Mm-hmm. There's some gambling laws in Spain where they don't like tournaments that are, could be considered gambling. Pokemon is considered gambling in a sense. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's a tournament. Anything that's a tournament, they kind of frown upon to a certain degree. And that's why when they said, oh, but they have special events. Special events don't offer cash. That's the thing. That's the thing. In Europe, in any non-American country, except in even Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. they offer they offer some events called special events. Mm-hmm. They realize they don't want to call it regional because they don't want to put all the resource into it. Special events mm-hmm. don't always get like the, you know, the televised. They, they don't always get televised. Mm-hmm. Like in like in Latin America, it wasn't Pokemon that did the. Um, for, I mean, for the for the regionals, it is mm-hmm. the local company that works under Pokemon. It's not right. Pokemon itself. Pokemon only does America and Japan. Mm-hmm. It's the bigger markets, like in Australia now. Australia doesn't even have a a, a, a international championship anymore because mm-hmm. it there's not enough people that go there to warrant them. Plus, 
they're so close to Singapore. It's kind of like they're they're that they're in a weird situation right now. Australia might get bumped out all completely, and now those players are going to have to play in other regions, and that's sad. But with Pokemon, like it, it with it doing prizing, cash prizing, it puts it head above Yu-Gi-Oh as well as Magic Gathering. While both of them, like Yu-Gi-Oh for the love of the game. If you're like, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, I still love it over Pokemon, but these past formats have been just weird. And that's the thing people don't realize about it. Because like, then, because earlier on, like, people kept asking him why he didn't offer cash pricing. It's because he didn't really want that to be the big incentive for Yu-Gi-Oh. And I, yeah. You know, because I, I love Yu-Gi-Oh, and I love what he created. Yu-Gi-Oh has a huge impact on my life. But with that being said... His decision surrounding that, surrounding that, I thought was just always flawed. For one, thought- you could offer cash prizing in a different way, and people have always said this. And this has evolved over the years. We know Walmart is big in every area in America, yeah. right? Why couldn't he just offer a five hundred dollar gift card to Walmart? That's not cash, right? That's not physical it, cash. It's it technically cash because cash you're because you're you are offering such a monetary value. Yeah, that's 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 not directly. Tied to our product because he 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 wanted it where like basically he didn't want like money to be the driving factor of why people play, but that 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 he wanted it pure basically like the love of the game. But that uh, that's such no a no that, that no that actually does make sense. And no and Pokemon no, it's, show, it's terrible. But the I'm love, you, the, the love of the game will make you pay money for the cards to be at the events, though. No, not with Yu Gi Oh. Not the way they structured it. Not the way they structured it. They got. I'm gonna tell you why. The reason why Pokemon can do money, Yu-Gi-Oh can't, because mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh, you don't get no auto qualifying qualifier to work. But that, 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 that's based on how they made the format, though. They could just change it. And they just decide to, but they they are perfectly like start and not changing their decision. It's like yeah. the issue with Yu-Gi-Oh is they could do the money, but I'll tell you right now, it would be it would be oh my god. Mm-hmm. It would be much worse. It'd be like, much worse for, than you get a Pokemon. Plus, for me, if they wanted to not offer like physical cash, Walmart gift cards, Amazon gift cards, you could do gift that cards. That every place on Walmart, that's the issue. That every place on Walmart, that every country has certain things. You have to yeah. do something universal. But it's like, mm-hmm. okay, do you do five dollars? Need the gift card, but not every country. Ebay. Let's think. It's every place can get to Amazon. You can just go online and buy from Amazon. You know, and that's that thing. Just, just but, because certain but people, but not every country, but not every yeah. country. Well, well, I'm saying you could structure that to however their country works, but yeah. I don't think not doing it based off how a country functions is because that would think that at that point, why do anything then? You know, that, that means why even run a tournament? But because based off, hey, these people might not show up. You know, that's yeah. another thing too. They, I think, if they want to structure it differently, they they they're not. He, but the issue I, is, he kind of right, but because I'm, I'm telling you right now. No Yu-Gi-Oh players. If there ever became cash prizes, you're going to see. It's, it's, you, it's are you going saying to, people will purposefully throw tournaments to win like a thousand dollar Walmart gift card? No, because that's what he probably all, was no thinking. One, no one's going to throw the winner this thousand dollar gift card. But I'm saying it is. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the worst people once cash gets involved. 
It's the same thing with Pogba. Like Pogba, worse as far as like you think, like competitive wise, or you think like personalities will get worse. But I mean, that's gonna always be a thing. Obviously. I mean, no, money, 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 money is mostly the root of all, all evil with a lot of people. People will rule shark. You think people are already rule shark you enough? Mm-hmm. Oh, you you add cash to it. I see this Pogba where motherfuckers will rule shark. Oh, he shuffled one too many times. Two products, two. Uh, yeah, no, po- no, Pogba is bad like that. Like yeah. I, I've been on the raw and sick of that. It's like okay, this motherfucker really want these points. Motherfuckers will, motherfuckers won't even shark you for cash. No, no sharking for championship points. But I need to get to world. You, you stop me from getting worlds. It's like. Motherfucker, you can you can you can be well, two prize you can be two prizes away. Fuck up, oh two prize penalty, and then the guy beats you. Well, he do you think you that you know? it'll be a good driving factor for people to want to keep playing Yu-Gi-Oh if they offer cash? Because that's and remember, for think, players, people, it's, think, it's it's a idealistic thing that they want. You know? I think it give people more motivation. I, I think I think it will keep people who went over to you, Pokemon to come back to Yu-Gi-Oh. because a lot of us have said. Pokemon easy to learn, but it, it it gets bored real quickly. That's why you, yeah, because you have to cut. Why do you think I keep switching deck? Anytime a deck doesn't work, I switch a new deck. And oh, but isn't isn't Pokemon deck expensive? The most expensive deck right now is Charizard, and, and that Charizard deck is one hundred twenty five dollars. Think yeah. about it, one hundred twenty five dollar deck in Yu Gi Oh is probably Flor de Reese. And guess what? Part of yeah. prosperity is about one hundred and ten dollars worth of that. Right there, like that's the same matter. Like, cause you gotta realize, in Pokemon, you're only worried about sixty cards. In Yu-Gi-Oh, you're worried about up to seventy <laughs> cards. Think about 40, 15, 15. You're worried about seventy cards. You, Pokemon yeah, is played in best of ones, right? Primarily, best of ones in league cups and challenges. In reach, in uh, anything higher than the cup is best of threes. Okay. And At the lower level, they have to do best of one because if you did best of three every round, a league challenge would be six hours and a league cup be ten. It's ridiculous. For yeah. no pay, because this is what they said. The only time it should be a best three is when it's top cut or when money's on a lot, like or championship points. Or like actual money and championship points. A league challenge a league challenge being over four hours. You know what someone said? Someone said um it's not a terrible idea, but it just can't work. In theory, because they would say, why not, why not offer like maybe six months of like a popular streaming service? I mean, no, I think I think cash could work. I, I think cash could work, but that is it, it, the whole structure of you would have to change. That's why yeah. cards could work. I, I, I could understand why people don't value you at the highest level because there's nothing really to gain at the highest level, but like clout and a trophy. It's clout is saying that you're the best duels in the world. But the whole thing when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh is this: mm-hmm. with Yu-Gi-Oh, they would have to take the whole structure. They would have to the the whole yeah. tournament structure is perfect. The whole tournament structure is perfect. But now, okay, how much? But the whole points thing, they need to advertise the world points. Oh, they have world points, don't they? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but they don't advertise them. Pokemon advertise. Pokemon makes it clear: six hundred points to get to world in. Region. Oh, like what you talking about when they do with different. Well, what they do at Masterdo earlier this year, where they're like, "Hey, they put a whole event up for Masterdo." Like, "Hey, if you played enough and qualified enough, you go to Worlds top." Two. Yeah, but it was yeah. like a, it was like a whole seventy-two hours. Like, no, 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 fuck all that. What yeah. they need to do, what what they need to do with Masterdo is do a whole thing where it's like, "All right, cool. If you want to qualify for next year World Championship, you need to hit this many. You need to hit this rank within 
this about if you can hold this rank for majority of the season, and you'll be you'll auto qualify, and then you'll pull people. And they need to do best of best of threes. No te- no team shit. No fucking team shit. It needs to be best of ones. Mm-hmm. Like you do basketball. You can do you can do basketball. You, you can do different. You can do different kind of competitions. You can do basketball. Pure basketball World Series Cup. Whatever, everybody, yeah. everybody gets put into a bracket, you know, with deck, open deck list. If everybody knows what deck you're playing, you play under whatever news Bayless came out mm-hmm. within the last month. Like, you know, within, within that month, mm-hmm. because the Bayless will change 48 hours after that tournament ends. Right, yeah. It, it should be structured like that, stuff like that. Because when it comes to cash, cash should be offered, but they have to change. The tournament structure. They, they would to- also have to proportionally distribute how much cash is for because Pokemon yeah. doesn't really. He said top thirty-two, and if Yu-Gi-Oh ever did this, which I don't think ever doing, Yu-Gi-Oh is not doing it for top thirty-two. That's not happening. I know. Yu-Gi-Oh, that's- Yu-Gi-Oh top eight is probably the minimum. I think, I think even top eight works. Even top eight works. I, I think it works. Eight, yeah, I think top eight, top six, top thirty-two. I remember you told me you could win like five hundred bucks being top thirty-two. I'm like what? Yeah, it, no, it's, oh no, it's 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 a thousand dollars, I believe. It's a thousand dollars. Yeah, I think it's a thousand dollars. I have to look it up. You know what the first place winner wins in Yu-Gi-Oh people? A fucking Nintendo Switch that is worth like three hundred bucks. That's yeah, no, Switch is literally top, worth less than your fucking deck. I imagine top thirty-two in a re- in a Pokemon regional equivalent to a YCS. A Pokemon regional is YCS, right? Yeah, top thirty-two gives you one thousand dollars in a box. A booster pack, thirty-six uh, uh, packs equal one box. They sometimes they'll give it to you as packs, so they'll give you as a whole sealed box. Top sixty-four, everybody for thirty-seven or sixty-four plays. Don't get cash, but you still get points, and you get half a box worth of packs. Oh, uh, and then because for Yu-Gi-Oh, let's say you top four and you won, you get a trophy. That's cool, I guess. And then you get basically a switch, and those those shitty deck boxes. Guys, Ultra Pro makes better deck bosses than that. You know what they need to do is they need to start doing championship points because this. Because think about this: if you don't win, I think cloth mats should also be offered for you, give guess. So the oh, no, no. rubber mats, cloth, mat, cloth mat should be offered anybody that uh, that get t- top thirty-two or whatever, t- whatever you consider top cut. Everybody should get a cloth mat. And don't yeah. tell me, hey, you know, motherfucker, you know the because think about this for twenty twenty-four. First place for TCG International Championship. That's think of it, think of it like NAWCQ. First place gets twenty five thousand dollars. Top sixty four gets two thousand dollars. The top sixty four at International Championship gets two thousand dollars. Top thirty two. Do the Sears after the thirty two, you get seven hundred fifty dollars. But you get a box. You get a box and two thousand dollars. You get two thousand dollars and a box worth of packs. Mm-hmm. If you win. If you get second place, get fifteen thousand. Third or fourth place for for topping a international championship, aka a uh, NAWC or a world championship qualifier, you get the equivalent. That's international championship. International championship for Pokemon is equivalent to a world championship qualifier in Yu-Gi-Oh or national. You get ten thousand off the top four. Like you get for a top sixteen, you get five thousand dollars. I think I think Yu Gi Oh could do that for top sixteen, yeah. no lower. I think to start off with, mm-hmm. or even no, or matter of fact, not even that. Top four, 
if you get top four, you guarantee you're geared like for you know WCQ. Think about this. What if Jerry Mitchell, you know, last year won and got twenty five thousand dollars? He'd be happy and the singer too. Cause this is what the this is what the scene with Yu-Gi-Oh does. Cause they want to keep the world championship so small. That's perfect. This is what they should do though. This is because they keep it small. I mean they keep it small, small to the to the bone. This is what they need to do, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Offer cash to only the top four people in, in the championship. But first place, if you get first place at a um, first place, and if that person won, already won uh, in YCS, the second place, it trickles down to whoever hasn't received a, a, an auto invite to Worlds. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what it is is you get World, you you will qualify for Worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, or they can do some kind of championship point. Make it that every time, excuse me, some of these people are going to these regions or these YCSs. Make it that if you go to a regional and win, or you top cut. I think if there's four YCSs a year before nationals, I forgot this, you can only have four people in. I think they could basically expand the players going to to worlds to make it also worthwhile too so like yeah. there's three ycs's a year if let's say there's the people that won them i don't see why the people that didn't win the ycs shouldn't be allowed to go to worlds honestly okay. not even that there could be 12 ycs a year every first there could person, be but did them doing that would be too good every first person every first place person should auto qualify if they win should auto qualify for a world championship yeah, you automatically get the invite, and then you could do do it like you do the world championship points. Make it that everybody that reward people for going to regional because think about this. Think about it. when you get a regional invite, when you top a regional, you get nowhere near world. You get to the world championship qualifier. Like mm-hmm. I, that is understandable, but how about you reward people? And I mean. Reward people actually advertise it. Oh God, if you want, if you want to qualify for worlds, anybody that reaches this threshold of points for regionals mm-hmm. and make it that you're going to top, you're going to get so many points for regional wins and OTS wins and you know national WCQ wins and uh, YCS wins. YCS wins to be top eight finishes. Across the across the world, top eight, top ten finishes. Regional should be top eight finishes. That means, and it should be like first place gets a hundred points, second gets fifty, third or fourth gets twenty five, and everybody after from like it depends because it'll it'll cut down like if if there's so many people, the points double. That's me. Instead of getting one hundred points for first place, you get two hundred points. You know what I'm saying? That's how they should do it. It. Cause I they 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 talk what they if they could do something similar to Pokemon mm-hmm. with the 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 world points it's world points it should be you there should only be like twenty eight people in worlds it should, to me I feel like it'd be better if they had at least one hundred fifty yeah think about it how many people like in the in the cartoon how many people do you think were honestly on that cruise ship about a hundred right about a hundred yeah. hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. And it should be 150 across the world, not like half of them are from fucking Japan. Like that's how these motherfuckers. Like how these like half half the 
half the world championships were in Japan. Come on. This is like half these motherfuckers live right down the street from a venue. Like, like, come on, son. It was like <laughs> it's like if you really want to make this qualify and also don't next year, don't don't have it no motherfucking like back room of, of where I work at. That shit looked like like one of the office areas where motherfuckers be eating lunch at. That's what it looked like. So what the fuck, motherfucker? You imagine the one world and then you in the room that looks like Someone's about to recruit you to go for Squid Game. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. to me, once they can figure out how they want to structure tournaments and how they want to get more people into worlds, get more eyes on it, because you should be re- rewarding people for going to worlds or going for all these tournaments. That's what these motherfuckers are. Like, that's people, and dude, for being honest here, these people don't want that much. And none of these people that I feel like that are playing at this level, it's not that the feel of entitlement, because that's what people try to bring up as a yeah. point. I think Rogue here made a video about this a while ago, and people were like, oh, you're not entitled to anything. It's not about entitled to anything. People, because this is like, that, 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 that's completely a different idea that they're yeah. thinking, and they're conflating the two. I'm already spending my money going, and the point of playing competitively at the highest level is to win the prizes that the place offers. That's not entitlement. To want better prizes for a tournament that I'm spending taking a day off of work, going and playing a game that I love. That's not entitlement at all. That's literally being I'm a customer and I want some better shit. That's yeah. All it is. And I hate when people go, Oh, you think you're entitled to what the fuck? I'm the customer. You do what I say. I'm the one paying your you bills. Get the fuck out of here. I hate when people do that. It's not even close to the same. Not even it's not even the same idea in the same plane of existence. You're already spending your hard-earned cash. Paying their bills. Remember, that's how that's how this happens. They make a product you like, you pay them money. You know, you're the customer. Without no customer, their bills don't get paid. That's how you know, it the works. Issue is, is in the sad thing about Pokemon Yu Gi Oh, they're considered luxuries. And not considered necessity. That's me. If you don't have the money for it, you can just leave. Yeah, or you true. can just, yeah. you know. And that's the sad thing about it. It makes it's it's truth. It's like mm-hmm. if you don't have if you don't have enough money to pay rent. And you're spending your rent money on Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. And that's the sad part. And people will tell you this. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. If you want to have fun. And it's crazy play. how people will, will call it an, a necessity and things like that, like you said. But then basically have their whole lives re- revolving around it. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, Lord. That's how it, it be. All that's right. Like, Let's go to the market watch. All right. Let's go. Yeah, we... All right, you so need to for, get that rare off real quick because I don't think that's just all right. So let's go one, two, three. Yo, what is up, you fucking losers? Oh, god, okay. Well, get one redo. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's up over here? You know, I got you know, let it come over later. Me and her gonna all right, kick I'm it. Out of you. I'll just do this myself tonight. I'm like Thanos, I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do it myself with Lenny. I'm gonna do it. I forbid it. All right. I'm gonna forbid, I'm, I'm forbid you to the shadow realm. Keep playing. I couldn't even see you in the shadow realm. You're dark as hell. Yeah, but get my she gonna see the dirt. No, I'm gonna pull that shit out and jerk that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, an hour in. All right, I'm all right, supposed to this shit, nigga. Oh, I got you. You go oh, ahead. God. <laughs> One, two, three. Yo, what is going on, everybody? This is going to be a Pokemon market watch based around me eating out your mom's pussy. Oh, God. 
Oh, okay, God. don't. This man got Tourette's, man. He... All right, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, guys. One, two, three. Yo, what's up, guys? This is fuck. What we're we gonna do this? <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. This is Mr. Blanks at Master Swag King Entertainment. Go fuck yourself. Gotta okay. have sex with my ex. Oh no, guys, I'm just kidding. Bro, no, I'm, 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 I'm trying to wipe that chick up, put like five kids in there, man. Oh my lord. One, two, three. Yo, what is up, guys? It is MSK, aka Master Swag King, and Mr. Blanks coming at you guys with a Pokemon Market Watch. Now, this is going to be what is going to be happening on the TCG podcast that we're going to be doing potentially once or twice a week. So, depending on the week itself, we will be doing a Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon Market Watch live on the episode, and then I am going to clip out whatever Market Watch that we do, and then I'm going to send them to Chaz, so that way he can upload them on his own YouTube channel, because that way he could obviously get something out of being here, potentially, you know, once or twice a week as we do these, you know, TCG podcasts that are under the Iron Man podcast umbrella. And I thought to myself, you know, Chaz has got a lot of opinions on Pokemon, but he doesn't really have an opportunity to always sit down and record videos about Pokemon. And I have the same thing when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh! because I'm very busy myself, as you guys know. So I thought to myself, you know what? Let's just do what we did before on the Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast where we clip out a market watch and to just upload it during that week actually and this week we'll be doing this with pokemon so if you want to watch just the individual vod itself of just the market watch go and check out Chaz's channel mr blanks at youtube.com and then i will also have this on my youtube channel as well and we're going to kick this off talking about lost origins silver tempest crown zenith scarlet and violet base set paladay evolve obsidian flames skull and violet 151 and paradox rift coming out and this is Chaz Blanks here. What's up, man? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I'm just, you know, kicking it, crushing it right now. Just practicing some Pokemon. All right. So I'm going to ask you right now before we start talking about the main core booster sets that you want to talk about in this Pokemon Market Watch, which is what are the top five decks right now in the Pokemon TCG? Okay. Right now, going into Toronto, mm -hmm. I would say Lugia Colas. I think Lugia right now is, is in the position, mm -hmm. and the next two decks, they're kind of like in a trade. It plays very well. It has a nice setup mm -hmm. once it gets set up. The issue is it it does take a while to set up. That's why, but it, to me, it's the, it's the best deck going to Toronto. Second deck, Lost Box. Uh, and, I, and I'm talking about Lost Box, Turbo, no Kyogre. Kyogre. It's a little hard to set up, but once it gets set up, it's just so good. Lost Box is just nuts because it does plays it does play play right to that just one shot at Lugia. Mm -hmm. You got Dragonite that does 250 damage. It can take out damn near anything under that. Plus, you got Sableye, you got the Cranberries for the early game. Lugia is just like Lugia can counter it because it has very high HP, mm -hmm. but it is trade. Sometimes throw, gets thrown off. Third deck, Mariah. Mariah is just one hit KO Lugia with E. Mm -hmm. Put two energy on a Raikou. Raikou now. It does, as long as your best is full, is 20 plus 100, that's 120. And they're going to need at least two Archeops. Two Archeops on, on the bench plus whatever. And the active makes it, I think, the attack 180, 180 times two, 360. You one hit um 
Lugio the Eric Cook boom. Number four. This thing, I might go back to the deck. Um, I might, you know, jumped off the ship a little too fast. Shimpal. Shimpal's in the space now with Toronto because they called the build the Canada build because it's like gambling. You play Pokestop, top three, mill to your discard pile, whatever. The item card goes in your hand, everything goes to the discard pile, everything else. Very consistent, but very glass cannon. When it goes off, my God, this deck is just powerful. But when it doesn't, whoo, my, you can pick it off with ease. This, this deck is just so easy to pick off because it has to set up perfectly. Mm-hmm. But it is so strong. And fifth, Gardevoir. I was going to put Charizard there. The issue with the one main issue with Charizard, and you kind of have to fall behind. And you have to, so many things have to go for a white right for you. You have to put up a Pokemon, and you have to see if they're willing to knock it out. Because if they're willing to be patient and, and they are willing to wait for you, Charizard either have to take out take a one prize and now you throw that prize trade off. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's just too hard for Charizard. But Gardevoir, that's the number five spot. Okay. But if someone were to obviously buy the Charizard deck, that that would be a deck that could compete with the other five decks that you talked about as your top yeah, five, right? Okay. But it is the most expensive one right now. It's not the de- it, it even because you could buy three of those new Charizard EX sets and you got the Charizards. Mm-hmm. But the Charmander are not the ones you want. But it, at this point, it, it don't even matter. Just get the Charizards and get it rolling. It's not a deck right now, I would say, invested. Mm-hmm. I would I would pick if you can pick up the Charizard for easy, pick them up. You can build the deck and put it aside and wait a couple months or two. Rotation. If you want a deck that's easy to build right now, my rider. It's probably the simplest deck. Get energy out to your Pokemon and know how to um, use your resources. If you know that you could get get away with Maridon and right choose that uh, right cool that your attacker, you're good. And okay, and that's the main thing. You just okay. have to know how to use your resources correctly, and that's the thing too with Pokemon: time management, resource management, mm-hmm. and sequencing. Once you understand node and you understand what I need to do first, and 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 you know how to count cards. You have to know. You have to know your your deck mm-hmm. in and out. You have to know every card in your deck to know what cards are prime, what card is here, what cards do I have it here, what cards do I need to get to, how do I get to a win condition. Once you understand how you play that Pokemon, you're in a better position, in my opinion. All right. And the next thing I'll ask you before we go over the market, which is, what did you think about the 2023 Pokemon World Championship for the TCG? Oh, it was amazing. Um, Mew, Mew VMAX won. It's going to be his last World Championship because it will rotate out before the next World Championship. And I was rooting for the deck. I, I knew that deck was going to win because it just had the best counter and the best setup. The way it played was so consistent. It's been consistent for two years. And the deck it met in the finals was the second most consistent deck in Gardevoir. Mm-hmm. The two most consistent decks. It's actually always been a very consistent deck because just the way they build it. Mm-hmm. And it, it literally just came down to Mew VMAX hit points are higher, plus free retreat costs, plus they can use whatever it, uh, Phoenix Strike attack, you know, on the bench. It's just a it's just a deck 
that is just so powerful when it sets up. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get a roller, by the time it gets set up, you need a deck that can one shot me or you're, you're not winning. Did you feel like the uh, the commentary and the gameplay of the tournament oh, was actually pretty good? Oh, excellent! It was okay. Some of the best commentary I've ever heard is because you get competitive players and you get people that do commentary who who are not as competitive, but they know the game so well and right. they have vibrant personality. I mean, everyone, so everyone has a personality where it's just like they are so likable. Mm-hmm. It's like, like it is. There's times where, of course, you know, you go come there, you'll meet it, but Pokemon, you don't, you don't want to meet it because you actually want to understand what they're saying. And they teach you too. They they kind of because they know there's a lot of new players coming, a lot of kids do it. That's why, right? Because you got the, the they have the best balance of then they, they understand they're not just talking to like the hardcore players of the game, but they also have to have a knowledge base of like, okay, there's newer players coming in that might not know what I'm talking about. Let me go over my mindset surrounding yes. how this is actually working. Yeah, I like that approach. Yeah, and, they really talk, well. and they talk in a way where it's not pro player, like the pro player will talk one way, but then you have the other person. Yeah, yeah, because the, the best player. Yeah, because the best players are always talking basically from like the, a competitive standpoint about yeah. this is the best deck and it, this is why it's the best deck. But a person yeah. like the commentator, they have to know how to balance up between the competitive aspect of it from talking yeah. from their point of view, but also talk, talking the point of view from maybe the newest kid coming to the game or, you know, a, a person maybe like me who's just going to start playing competitively. Yeah. I don't know how the stuff goes, and it would be nice if someone just kind of showed you the ropes when they're uh, talking, obviously, at the highest level. All right, so let's cover Lost Origin. What did you want to say about this uh, booster product, actually? This is one – I remember opening some of the – Pack. Oh my god, it's one of my favorites. That's Giratina. That okay. Ooh. So which card do you want to cover? Giratina um, Aerodactyl. Those cards are nuts. Okay, so let's go over it. Aerodactyl V, the alternate full art coming out of Lost Origin. Currently, right now, for a near mint hollow foil is around eighty dollars. It's about eighty-two dollars. Yeah. Eighty-two dollars. Okay. That art, that art so clean. This does look pretty clean. I'm not gonna lie. That looks clean as freak yeah. right there. All right, so this is a strategy you said that has the Giratinas that everyone Giratina wants. Giratina V-Star, yeah, Giratina V-Star. Um, and th- th- this was a strategy you put at what, like number two or three? I don't know, no, no. I'll put this number seven. This would be this will be behind Charizard. Ooh, kind of low, right? I'm the, it, it used to be much higher. The issue is the consistent is it is it's not it's not against Charizard fifty fifty. So you win, you get one shot of Charizard, but. <laughs> This thing is the stronger Charizard, the more prize card you take. Once you get to three prize cards, you're in the situation now where a choice belt one shot to guarantee a three star. Mm-hmm. You can't one shot it. You can't one shot a Charizard unless you're playing like a grass deck. And Giratina just gets shot one shot with ease. Mm-hmm. Giratina V alternate full arts coming out of Lost Origin right now. Our near mint hollow foils are sitting at about $237. Yeah, about, yeah, about $240. Yep. Any other cards you want to cover out of uh, Lost Origin? We got the new Rotom. Uh, we got Rotom V right there at the bottom. At the very bottom? Okay, let me go back yeah, one second. Rotom V, yeah, because that one be using Chimpow now. They're using it to draw cards. Um, All right, we have Rotom V alternate art, alternate full arts coming out of Lost Origin. This is $24 right there. Be like 26 with taxes anyway. Yeah, one third turn, you may draw three cards. If you use this billion turn in, pretty much. If you get to the down turn, this can't one, exist in Yu Gi Oh! Once per turn, you just draw three cards. What the? F- 
I'll do, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do. There's only, there's only effects like that. There's draw till you have five cards in your hand. Draw till you have three cards in your hand. <laughs> uh, um, new V Max. Oh no, the BBX the same thing in one fifty one. When we get to, I'll, I'll talk about that card too. Right. Yeah, there's some cards. There's some card that says discard it. Like there's a um a card um called Squawkability. It says discard your hand, draw six. Like yeah, and guess what? Due to you, due to you can you can you no you don't use that once per duel in a sense or once per turn, but technically once per duel. Okay. You can do that and then get to a fresh hand. And if that hand's not good, but you got professor's research, you can discard your hand again, and draw seven more. It's disgusting. What other cards did you want to cover in Lost Origin? Oh, Call of the Experiment. This card. Oh, okay. That one, there's, there's two more. Go down to Call of the Experiment. Go down right there. Okay. Right Closers, there. Experiment, Full Arts out of Lost Origin are $9 for a. Yeah. They, yeah. Look at the top okay. five card deck. Put three to your hand. Lost on the other two. This is literally part of duality on crack. Yeah, and then <laughs> even the thing about this works in uh, lost box. So what it do because it puts two cards in the lost zone, mm-hmm. and that boosts your lost zone to get to ten cards. And there's another card here. Okay. Um, this card spiked up because there's a new card coming out called Roaring Moon. Mm-hmm. That oh my god, that effect is so busted. Dark Patch. Dark Patch doesn't do much, but Dark Pack. Secrets out of Lost Origin are I bought out about fourteen dollars. This fourteen dollars, oh, yeah. I, I got a place that is guess how much this was two weeks ago? About four dollars. Four dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the it says attach the basic dark energy from your discard pile to one of your best Pokemon. Does seem busted, but you can use it four times. You can you can use it to four times per turn. You can use Dark Ride V to get two of them back into your hand and keep using it. It's so busted. Yeah. Okay, and let's go. So there's there's some real value here as you keep going down. Oh, yeah, nice good. value here. Okay, oh, I like Sableye. it. Click that Sableye. This is the reason why you play Lost Box. Sableye Hollow Rares are currently about about three 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 thirty three about four dollars. Yeah. Dang. Okay. The, Let's just do. Look at the attack right there. You going to use the attack if you have ten more cards. It, it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but I'm mm-hmm. you, this is the reason why you use Lost Box. You can use this tech only if you have 10 or more cards in the law zone. Put there 12 daily chapters on your opponent's Pokemon anyway. Like, it don't seem like a lot, but it, it's good to small, lower HP Pokemon. What it, did, what it does is turbo. You think about, imagine playing uh, Chorus, right? You get two in the law zone, and then there's another card. Go back, there's another yes. card. Okay. Um, use Chorus, gets you two. Lost Vacuum is a card that gets you, that gets you, that can get you up to two more because you can use them for a steel stone, get whatever ability off that. You get a card, and then you chorus a dead battle VIP pack, plus that into your, into the Lost Zone, that's four cards. Now you have a card, there's a card, oh, Aerodactyl Restart, it was a, uh, this was, this was a Lost Zone version for a while, but people mm-hmm. kind of went away from it. I actually like it. Okay. Click on Aerodactyl uh, Restart real quick again. Okay. I'll go back really and quick. Then, yep. Because I just want to click on that. Yeah. But this one, until like the ability is like until this card leaves play against the ability your opponent's Pokemon V in play, except Aerodactyl Restart have no abilities. This card is busted. It's like. Wait a minute. Go, Hold on. 
it could leave play and it could take out your entire abilities. A two at least play. That's me. If you don't knock this Pokemon, that's two sixty. Yep. Plus, but okay. attack lost die two hundred forty. Um, Put the attack. top three cards of your deck in the lost zone. Think about that. Stabilize needs how many cards in the lost zone? Ten. If you turbo out this, then you can use another card called Mirage. Game. We're gonna get to that in a second. Right. Mm-hmm. This card puts three cards. It doesn't matter. It could be good cards. It could be bad cards. But if you're already in a winning position, you can use Aerodactyl Restart, knock out a Arceus. This card you are, is really good if you want to make a Lost Zone deck around it. Mm-hmm. You won't always knock out Pokemon, but you're knocking out Pokemon like Arceus and Mariah. And that's that's how you want to go with Aerodactyl Restart a lot of times. But mm-hmm. And, okay, that'll wrap it up for Lost Origin. We're going to move on to yep. Silver Tempest. How are you feeling about this set right now? Oh, this is my favorite set. This is still one of my favorite I know you set. like this set a lot, yeah. I pull, oh, my God, I pull some of the Lugia. Lugia is my favorite legendary, like, easily. Lugia V, alternate full arts coming out of Silver Tempest. The ultra rares are just a shit, literal shit load of money. All right, so a lightly yeah. plate is, like, 112 a near miss like one twenty. This used to be one fifty. This drop. I remember. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, eh, what else was, is here? I know you and Justin were going back and forth on this card right here. Was it Serena? No, it was Iono and uh, Ortega. Okay. I told I told him nobody's gonna play Ortega. Oh, I'm a I'm gonna swap out or oh Iono for Ortega. Ortega's trash. <laughs> and I told him he he, he was trying he was trying to prove me so wrong and do it. Iono's just better. Ortega says, take a card out of your opponent's team, put it to the bottom of the deck, then your opponent draws a card. It doesn't seem, it, it's pretty much, it's thinking really like it's snap still on drugs. You, you look at Isn't your that good in team, theory? That's pretty good, actually. It's, it's good, but what about instead? How about if you're, how about this? Iota, I take, mm-hmm. you guys shuffle your whole hand, you put your whole hand in the bottom of the deck, and then you draw the card, same to your prize cards. Mm-hmm. That's me. Instead of taking one card out, I could take your hand. It's probably perfect and make you draw two, three, four cards, depending on what part of the game it is. Right. Iono at times seems like it's the worst card, but you're sh- like Judge is actually better. Judge says shuffle your hand into your deck and draw the same and draw four I, cards. I wanted to ask you, you don't play Lugia V Star anymore anymore as much, do you? I, I usually play for practice and our local is. Okay. I like it. I like it, but it's like every time I play it, people are because you gotta watch the meta too. People say, "Oh, not the not the regional meta," because what people play at the regional might not be the same thing. They, oh, there's nothing but but Marana. You have to look at the people who are around you. You gotta. That's why I go to different locals. I'm like, okay. You have one more I'm, competitive locals, and you have one that's more on the real casual level, right? I got two low. I got two competitive uh, casual. The issue is every one of those locals, my Lugia deck is weak to happy player deck. They play Mariah. Mariah is a is an electric deck. What is Lugia weak to? Electric. That's a no no. Chipal is a 50 50 matchup. Mm-hmm. If people are either playing Lost Box, Mariah, Gardevoir, and Chipal. Here's four decks. Charizard. Takes out Mariah uh, because they just can't match it up. Chip Palace 50-50. And this is what I'm starting to realize with uh, Charizard. You might have to play pass. 
but it kills Lugia. All right, no, it kills uh, Pidgeot. That's why you play the big barrel at you. Uh-huh. And it's like you have if you're playing pad, you don't like Pidgeot because mm-hmm. Pidgeot doesn't work under it. It's like, what would you be? It's what I'll say. You get that's why you go for seal stone mm-hmm. on the Pidgeot. You get the pass. You put the Pidgeot back into your deck. And you put the pass down, and now whatever Charlotte you have left, you're good. Um, you start looking at betas. My local beta is four decks. It's just people rotate around it. It might be I'm, I'm the Charizard guy for now, or the guy I was at one point. I was the uh, guaranteed to restart. There's two of us now. I like there is is the beta is so volatile. If I, I do play Lugia. There's two of us that play Lugia, but it's like uh, maybe not. Maybe. Do you think it's not. gonna be one of those decks that'll that'll do good in like an isolated kind of situation where it it's good do- against a few other decks, right? It would do good at a regional because there's more var- variation of depth you can yeah. go against. But if, if you go to a, a, a league cup and there's 25, 30 people there, if 50 of them are playing Lugia, there's a good chance you're going to run into a Lugia. Or there's a good chance you run into an RC's player that's playing Flying, flying Piggy to you. are like, oh, fuck. I got I got I got Pokemon that can lock me out of the set. Mm-hmm. If 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 they attack me with it, and then another point where they can hit me for this. Now you just sit there like, fuck this. <laughs> it, it's it's it, it, it be it, it be those things sometimes where where you don't even get mad because you're like, there's just sometimes where you like even my last challenge, every matchup I could have won, I didn't face none of those decks. I faced every other deck. I faced every other deck. I had a 50 50 one. Every deck. I like the Marana player, 730 by, you know, 730, you know, in my favor. Gardevoir, 80-20 my favor. Gardevoir can still compete. But if you're playing a Mewtwo V Union, literally, if you don't knock him out Charizard, I can one-shot you because you're weak to dark. It's like, it's one of those things where sometimes your matchups just don't line up. You just say, fuck it, eh, whatever. Right. I did my best. Like, as long as you know you did your best, it's whatever. All right, let's go to Crown Zenith. What do you want to say about this set? People love this set. I've, I've only opened a few products of this set. This is one of those sets where people were like, anything they pulled it was just magic. It was just <laughs> I like it. Pikachu Secrets from Crown yeah. Zenith. Currently, this one is about $7.20. Not too bad as a secret rare. Is the Charizard good in this set? Oh, the play, oh, the rating Charizard. He starts Charizard. Two eighty. Holy fuck! Yeah, it, it, it's four thirty two. It's not bad. It's good. The issue is is, is because it's just it, it's like all the other Charizards. It requires you to basically too much for the actual card payoff itself. Yeah, but the attack does three hundred and twenty damage. You're knocking out everything but like a Blastoise or, <laughs> or a Charizard EX itself, like. Energy but, texture, wait, texture full art energies are like two to th- four dollars. Yeah, because it's it's the artwork. Those are kind of cool though. I'll, I'll yeah. give them that. That's kind of cool. All right, let's go to Scarlet and Violet base set. Actually, what do you want to say about this set? Actually, oh, uh, this I is the Garnivore you were talking about, right? Yeah, this Garnivore EX. This card is so busted. It says Garnivore EX, the special as illustration as rare. Like your turn, you get twenty you get, bucks. Like read that effect on that, that ability. 
as often as you like during your turn. That's already fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that right there is like, that can never exist in Yu-Gi-Oh! Just saying, people. As much as you like. Now, you may attach a basic psychic energy card from your discard pile to one of your psychic Pokemon. If you attach energy to a Pokemon in this way, put two damage counters on that Pokemon. You can't use this ability on a Pokemon that would that would be knocked out. That's what you could do is you could put up two, like, ten left, and then after that you can't play anymore. Because that 310 out. hit points. What a yep. beast. An attack is uh, two psychic and one color for 190. This Pokemon comes from all special conditions. It's, it's, it's busted. But you don't really attack with it. This is the one where you put on um in another Pokemon from uh, an earlier set called Daphne V, where you can put many psychic energy does I think sixty plus I think yes, it's sixty plus thirty for each psychic energy on it, it's busted. Um Garber EX is completely nuts in a sense. Yeah, nah, this, 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 when this card came out, this became an archetype that just took over the meta. And it's still good. It's just, you know what it is? It's slow. It's a very slow. Maridon EX, you talked about that earlier. Maridon, the special illustration rares coming out of Scarlet and Violet base set is $17. Right yeah, it says, uh, once during your turn, you may set your deck for up to two basic lightning Pokemon and put them onto your back to yourself, shelf your deck. The way you do it is you will have this in the active or whatever, and then you'll go this, you'll search whatever Pokemon in another Marada. Always remember, it's gotta be you always search another Marada and whatever Pokemon you need first. It doesn't even matter. And then you go, you get to second Marada, then then you get the other two Pokemon that you want. And you put them right onto the bench. It's always remember, like unless you already have Pokemon in your like, all right, if this was if you had if you start off with Mariah, mm-hmm. put the other Pokemon that's in your hand first, and then you go tandem unit. You go whatever Pokemon, Mariah. Then Mariah gets the other Pokemon, and then you, you start from there. You always want to get six Pokemon on the bench, it's busted. Like, uh, what about the Nest Ball? What about oh, this, no. Nest Ball. Um, search your deck for a basic Pokemon. And put it directly onto the bench, and they shelf you to death. Twelve dollars for the hyper rare netball. base set. just said, search for a Pokemon, a basic Pokemon. I know you've talked about rare candies before. I love rare candy. Oh, uh, choose one of your basic Pokemon and play. If you have a stage two card in your hand that evolves from that Pokemon, put that card onto the base Pokemon to evolve, skipping the stage one. You can't use this card during your first turn or a basic one that was put play this turn. Here's what it is, is you would you would get a Pokemon and then you will evolve the next turn with rare candy with having a Pokemon in your hand. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. any other card you want to go over from this yeah. set? I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember this set. I'll go to page two because okay. this set was one of those sets where I, I still wasn't in Pokemon. Yeah? I was still playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I was I was thinking about getting back in Pokemon, but I wasn't there yet. Um, oh, go back up. There's one. There's one. Arvin. Arvin. Yeah. Special illustration where Arvin's currently about $12. Yeah, about yeah. $12. Yeah. Search your deck for an item card and a Pokemon to card. Reveal them and put them into your hand. They shelf your deck. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty busted because a lot of times what it is is you'll get an item card for like um for like Charizard, you'll get a rare candy and like um a four seal stone. You'll put the four seal stone on a Pokemon V. You get the four seal stone. The four seal stone gets you whatever card you evolve. You go Charizard or you go Pidgeot. Pidgeot searches another card. And the good thing, like there's no and there's like like in Pokemon, there's no such thing as like a draw lock bird. But they do have cards like Mythic Mirage called Path and Peak, where it says that you can't activate any abilities on robot Pokemon. But everything else is all set. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Paladin Evolved. Paladin Evolved. What do you think about this set? Chimpal EX himself. Yeah. Iono. Iono? Yeah, this that is one? the card that me and Justin were arguing over. Each player shuffles their hand and puts it on the bottom of the deck. Then each player draws a card for each of their remaining, remaining prize cards. This is good hand destruction. Because say you have two prize cards left, hmm. or you have one, but you can't knock them out Pokemon. And I know what I mean in your hand. Now I got to make you, now I got to force you to get to that boss's order. Yeah, if you can't get to that boss's order to knock them out Pokemon, I'm, I'm going to go Shuffle like, make you put your hand to the bottom deck. Not shuffle it. And I, I've seen people get DQ or not DQ like a, a two prize penalty. It's got to go to the you do not shuffle into your deck because if you shuffle into your deck, the guy called judge, and because we don't know what cards is the air reverse walls game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You put it to the bottom of your deck, and then you draw the amount of cards that left the prize card. The card I'm gonna tell you about the, in the next set. I want you to like just like find a way to tab this. Onto the side, and then I'm gonna compare Iono with um, um Ortega. Okay, so let me uh open a new tab. Let me put yeah. this one right there. Yeah, because okay. and Ortega's in the same set, right? No, Ortega's in the uh, a city of flames. But go after Chimpal. Chimpal, yeah. Okay, we'll do Chimpal next. Okay, Chimpal EX. Those illustration rares. Yeah, twenty six dollars and fifty yeah. cents. Once during your turn, this Pokemon is in the active spot. You may search your deck for two basic water energy cards. We really will put to your hand, they shuffle your deck. Seems busted, right? Mm-hmm. But the attack, you made it, you made this card on um, Hailblade. 60, 60 damage times the amount of water energy. You may discard any amount of water energy from your Pokemon, all your Pokemon, not just chimp out. This attack does 60 damage for each card you discard in this way. I mean, if you discard five, you do 300. If you discard six, you do 360. And, yep, and all, and so forth, and so there. And all that. Boom. Chip out, busted. It's cracked. Right? Boom. Okay. Let's get, get it from there. Now, now go back. There's one other card in the set. Yes. Okay. There's one other card in the set. Um, I think it's on page two. Super Rod good, too. Super Rod is just of uh, three cards of energy or Pokemon back into your deck. Boss's orders. Boss's orders. Okay. Boss's orders. Special illustration rares. Command Paladin Evolved is about $13, $14. Switch one of your Pokemon to the active spot. They don't seem like busted, but sometimes you just go boss. It's just game. Mm-hmm. If I got if I got around me, I got around me, and you're just not winning. But go okay. back. I'm going to tell go you. Back. Yeah, there's one last card. Mm-hmm. Uh, page, I think it's on page two. Yeah, page two. Okay. Right here is Bath Caliber. 
right there. Excalibur, gotcha. Yeah, this Pokemon. Excalibur, illustration rare, coming out of Paladin Evolved, about eleven dollars. Yeah, okay. as often as you like during your turn, already busted. You may mm -hmm. tap the basic water energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon. That's me. All you got is you turn to the right and then you just put as many water energy onto all your Pokemon. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous what some of these cards are like. I didn't know they were making cards like as much as you like. What the fuck? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. How does that not break like actual game mechanics? Because it's a stage two. It takes that up. It takes time to set that up. All right, let's go over Don't forget, Garbage is a stage mm -hmm. two Pokemon. A lot of these stage two Pokemon are broken. The reason why they like look at Charizard, look at Charizard, look look at Charizard. Just look initially at Charizard. This motherfucker was this card was three hundred dollars at one point. Yes, I remember that Charizard EX special illustration rares. It's, it's literally crashed in value. Like this but, was used right. It was three hundred dollars. Limited. Like the light played hollow hollows are like fifty four dollars. I can buy three D for a hundred and something dollars, and that still be cheap. And it'll be the near free. mints now are like fifty five dollars. Yeah. Or let's go on page three because that's from a newer ish seller. Okay, so it'd be about yeah. sixty bucks. Yeah, that's about sixty bucks. Yeah, about sixty bucks, roughly, give or take. Yeah, sixty bucks. So I was to make sure I got it from the big bigger sellers to see what the accurate price was. But yeah, card was three hundred dollars. It's now sixty dollars. That. That's more than you, crashing. You can buy three for a price of half of one. And the thing about it, and you, you read that ability, when this Pokemon evolves, you can take up to three fire energy and put them on your Pokemon in any way you like. Busted, right? Go to PGI right. EX. PGI EX, the Ultra Rares out of Obsidian Flames, currently right now is $4.50. Once. Yo, know, quick search. Once during your turn, mate, search for a for a card and put it to your hand. Then shuffle your deck. You just take whatever whatever card you need. Pick out EX gets it for you. Okay. Busted. Uh, what was okay? And you wanted to go over that other girl card from the set. That's gonna be on page two. Okay. On page two. I'm gonna go over that. Okay. Uh, Greta, Miss Greta. He does our raise. Ortega, where's Ortega? Oh, found it. On the right, you know. Okay, you wanted to make, compare them both. Okay, so let's do Ortega first. Okay, as an ultra rare, this is like nothing. As a dollar thirty cents, it ain't. Yeah. Value ain't value. It ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah. Point of reveal the hand, and you choose the card you find there, and put it on the bottom of the deck. If you put a card on the bottom of your deck, in this way, your point may draw a card. It's not a bad card. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If your point decides not to, but don't always go to draw a card. Oh, your opponent may, may draw. Your opponent's always going to draw. There's never a, a time where they're going to be like, oh, I'm not going to draw a card unless it's unless it's like two cards left in that. But Ortega is not bad because you get to reveal your hand. But it's like, I don't, like, half the time, I don't care what's in your hand because if I know you search one or two cards, there's a good chance I know what's in your hand because if you don't, if you don't play your hand, like say if you have something for setup and you don't play it, I know you break. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the biggest thing with Kita. I'm I, I mean with Ortega. Ortega's not a bad card. I almost just better, in my opinion. I almost just like shuffle it to the bottom. You know. Like I like it's just like this this would be good mm -hmm. if it said if you put a 
like you know, and put it on the mom dad. And if we didn't add that last part, it would it'd be busted. Like if it said, just look at your opponent's hand, mm-hmm. and just put a card in, put it on the bottom of your deck. Like okay, but so that last part is what kind of killed it. Ortega, Iono. Now we're gonna go Iono, to yeah. I think I, Iono is better. Let's go to Pokemon. Skull and Violet, 151. A lot of people were really hyped about this set. So was I. Uh, obviously, Kanto region is going to be in everyone's mind. You know, Ash, Pikachu, Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle. Team Rocket. And then Charizard griefed Ash's first ever championship win with Richie. But, you know, we'll talk about that because, you know, plot our bullshit. But yep. let's go and talk about some 151. All right. So trainer boxes that I've seen at my local Walmart are like 50 Eight something bucks with taxes. Yeah, about, yeah, about yeah, fifty-eight dollars. Yeah, like, have you got any trainer boxes? Uh, uh, I picked up a few. I picked up a few. You pulled good. Um, yeah, I pulled good. Okay. The ultra I was get my Mew collection. I was able to get Mew on the first try. That was probably the better thing. Well, only you get that kind of luck. Me, I, I pulled the bullshit. One fifty-one ultra premium collection. Currently, right now, is about unopened, about one hundred and five dollars. Actually, not bad. Okay, let's that go. That was a cheap drop in price because it was one twenty on the on the drop. So we have Blastoid EX, Venusaur EX, Zapdos EX, Charizard EX is currently the most expensive card. Special illustration rares. This one, where was this one at per per pre sale? Like the other Charizard you mentioned? Oh, it was about this price. It was, no, no, no. It was one fifty. So it didn't tank that hard. It it's it. it, it Lowered a little bit. It people like mellow down. I'm gonna tell you why people like this artwork. Because look at the Charmander and the Charmander. That's why. Because this is all part of the set. Go look at the Charmeleon. Okay. That looks cool too, though. That one don't look cool. I think Charm. Yeah, Charmander and Charmeleon. Um. Yeah. Go look at the Charmeleon next. Yeah. I'm not gonna no, lie. Go back, up, really... no, back up. Back, back up, up. Back up. Yeah. Right. Here. Let me go back for a second. I I will say. On the actual artwork of the set, they really outdid themselves. I will say that. Yeah. Nope. Back up. Back up. Back up. Right. Yes. Hey, Charmeleon on page two. Charmeleon right here. Yeah. Oh, I see what they're doing. Okay. I get it. I, I can yeah, see it. Yeah, you can look it up. And now you can look at Charmander and look where Charmander is. Yeah, because what, what do you do? It's all part of uh, um. What, you look at how War Turtles middle underwater. Yeah. And then you see how... Blastoise is completely underwater. Yeah, I, yeah, I can they see do it. Have, and then look at Charmander, all the way at the bottom, right there on the right side, right side, right side. No. Nope. Oh, right here, got it. Yeah, Charmander. Oh, okay, okay, I see it. That's cool though. I like that. Yeah. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the Charizard, the, the Charmander illustration rares from Scarlet and Violet One Fifty One are currently about. That's Japanese. Okay, we need no, to all Jap- no, page one all Japanese. It's like thirty dollars. <laughs> Thirty dollars for for this? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, about thirty dollars. Yeah, okay. about thirty. Yeah, about thirty-two dollars. Yeah, because all first pages. Is, yeah. All right. What else would you, do you want to say about one fifty one? One fifty one is good for collectors. For for competitive, it didn't do as much as people was hoping. But I've been. It thought it was gonna be like the next biggest thing, honestly. Yeah, because they was hoping it'll be Crown Leaders. Crown Leaders was also for collectors. Like you gotta realize these sizes were for collectors. Like this is one of the easier sets to collect in a sense to a certain degree. Like new coming out of uh Scarlet and Violet 151 Ultra Rares currently are about $22 actually. Yeah, because this is one of the best collector sets you can get. Like if I was an actual 
if I was still a collector, this would be a set I would collect. I want to do a, a core set. A core set is too many cards and too many loose pieces. If people want to get every rarity of every card, every, yeah. in that card, while well, I just want to get the base set. As, like, also, when I was talking to Chaz, I'm talking about Pokemon. This man always liked the water starter. And I was, anything for me, it, there was not like, okay, I, I like Squirtle. And like Totodile was cool. Most water starters, like just in general, I never gravitated to. I guess I hated yeah. them. I just never gravitated to them, honestly. I was but a, I, yeah, but I was a squirrel, Totodile. Totodile um, was as cool as fuck, though. I just like Totodile. He's a little Mud Kid. I love Mud Kid. No. Ugh. I love Torchy too, but Mud Kid, my. In that. Did you like oh. uh, Piplup? It evolved into Empoleon? The Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, that's the only one I actually like because I didn't like the other two. You don't like Torterra or Infernape? No, what? oh no, I did not like Torterra. Infernape wasn't bad, but nah, I think I'd rather take Blaziken. I'd rather take Blaziken. I like Blaziken too. My my pick for this whole region was when I had a game was was uh, Trico. I like Sceptile. Oh no, I, I fucking hate Trico. Oh the, God, I hate you so the much. Only, <laughs> the only the only grass starter I like was Bulbasaur. Well, Bulbasaur is like, always one of my favorites, though. You I did not like Bulbasaur. I did yeah. not like any other grass starter. I hated Chikorita. I thought Chikorita was overrated. Oh, no. Freak. Oh no! Oh no! Chikorita was absolute dog shit. Like, <laughs> it, was just, it was just so it was just so weak. Chikorita only had two good gems, and they're better off just getting a fucking other grass Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so weak. Uh, I I didn't I didn't I didn't care for Trico. He wasn't bad. But I you know what it is too. He was he. he you know, was he, an underrated Pokemon from the home region that I always really liked that people didn't give credit to. I always liked Flygon. I thought Flygon was cool as oh, hell. Oh no! First of all, Flygon was damn near a uh, pseudo legend. He was a pseudo legend. I said Dragon I like Flygon. I always had a huge spot for Beautyfly. I like Beautyfly okay. a lot. Beautyfly was cool as hell. Like to me, like a bird that I always had a softball for knocked out. Cause I, I thought I always had a really cool design. I like the design of him. Because he, he low key learned psychic and then, oh my god, that, that shit was busted. What other Holland region Pokemon did I like? I like Beautifly. I liked um, oh. uh, Beautifly. Uh, one that I mentioned. Were you a Groudon or Kyogre? You, you said Groudon, right? I liked Groudon, yeah. I was Kyogre. I, I, I hate I, you. Like. <laughs> I like oh I like those little mouses the uh the red and blue one oh yeah plusy and minusy whatever plusy and minus are cool um yeah what else is there she has a lot of Hoenn stuff and Hoenn was the very first game that I had but no I, I obviously started with Kanto but the God no, what I, the I, like I technically there? I technically started with Gold and Silver and then went back to Kanto I thought Rosilia but, was cool as hell I, I don't know. Rosilla was cool as hell. I was like, see, that see, that was the grass Pokemon. Yeah, I would never get Trico because Rosilla was just better. Rosilla was better, honestly. Like, it's like think about it. Like, why, why get Chikorita when I can just get Scizor, get a Metal Coat, trade it, trade it back, and get Scizor? Before Scizor we finish off the market watch tonight, guys, uh, Ho and Region. So I'm gonna make sure I go back and just look at the ones that I like. Yeah, like Ho and Region was definitely like that was my uh, favorite region. Yeah, I liked Hoenn over the other one that had a Cyndaquil, Trico, and Totodile. I thought the Kanto was amazing. I, I thought that Dodo. Hoenn was don't like the me, next best one. Don't get me wrong, I love Dodo. At the time, it was it made me aggravated because that I yeah. came to get for that I oh, came. Now I know which one ones I really liked. I loved uh, 
Aaron's final form. Agro. Oh, 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 oh I, I uh, love Agro. I love Agro. Uh, well, Bulbapedia. Bulbapedia will show you the whole thing. Bulbapedia. Oh my god, what a name. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? I mean, Bulbapedia uh, will technically is the first Pokemon in the, um, in the bowl. It's uh, true. He always is considered the first. Even though even though Rhyhorn was the first one, I think Rhyhorn and Rhyhorn Dunn were the first Pokemon ever drawn. Uh, like, okay. I Swampert, even though Trico can one shot Swampert, Swampert actually, if you make him fast enough, he can, he can use Ice Beam and just kill Trico. Because Swampert, he can learn Ice, Ground, Water, and Protect. Mm-hmm. I That was my favorite Pokemon to go into battle with. Because literally, you got ground covered. You're taking out, you're ta- you can take out flying, you can take out fire, you can take out grass, you can take out ice, you can take out steel. You can take out a shit ton of po- Pokemon with ground. Ground coverage, electric. Electric don't even touch you. That's me. Oh my God. I love going against like a, a, like a person that was all electric Pokemon. I'm like, okay, GG's. <laughs> you can never hit me. What the fuck are you going to do? Electric, <laughs> like electric punch don't do shit. Thunderbolt. I'm glad you know, let me know about Ballpedia because that's a that'll be interesting to use for later on. Trico, uh, Goldeen. What the heck? Okay. Oh, uh, I, 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 I love me okay. some Slugma. I love Torkoal. Torkoal is cool as hell. I love Waylord. Like, I'm telling you right now, if I did what? go Waylord, oh dude, Waylord in a battle. Oh my god, he dude, he's such a tank. Dude, dude that's oh. just true. That that that's why I liked uh, Camerupt. I thought Camerupt was awesome. Yeah, I love Camerupt too. Like. The one time I did go Trico, I always make sure to get a normal and a um, whale bird. Because whale, whale lord, all you got to do is make sure you teach it heavy slam, and everything else can be surf, waterfall, and die. Perfish is cool. What was the other one? Oh, Salamance. It was Bagon uh, into the other guy, into Salamance. Salamance is cool. Oh, I love Salamance. Yeah, no, Salamance is crashed. Is here, uh, oh, Dust Clops is pretty oh, broken. <laughs> this is, has a oh, disgusting no, Dust Nord, Dust Nord is stupid. Dust Nord just with Absol. Oh my god, that was a dumb team. <laughs> yeah, oh, Hoenn was my second favorite region. Like, they just had so much. Oh, so so fun. This, this that season you know, was so cracked. Like, my team, like, I remember one time I did go with Trico because I, I was trying to play the game on hard mode. Actually, Trico. Trickle might be the weakest starters, mm-hmm. but you could put them out because there's the thing about it is there's so many good fire and water Pokemon. You don't even need to get the starter. It's good early game, but late game trickles better because there's a lot of good grass Pokemon, but there's better water Pokemon in Whalmer, mm-hmm. Macargo, or uh, Camarot. You, uh, of course, you get Kyogre, you get the ground, mm-hmm. like, and and like the flying Pokemon is gonna be whatever bird you get. I do decide, you know. What was your favorite bird? Uh, of all of them, damn. They're actually you can't really ever go wrong with them though. They're always usually pretty cool. Gen one was Piggy. I didn't yeah. care about Pharaoh. I didn't care about Pharaoh. Um, yeah, I liked Swallow. Oh, I did Swallow. Oh, I love Swallow. That oh my yeah, God. Swallow was really cool. Teaching him um iron with a uh, steel wing. Oh my. God, that shit was cracked. That oh, that, oh I want to oh. ask you anything else you want to say about one fifty one? That's it. Well, I'm there right now. Um, don't overpray for like product and like I'm there right now. Do not buy the bundle. Do not buy the um 
the six like the uh, six pack bundles. If they're over thirty dollars, do not buy them. It is not worth it. It is just so uh, yeah. Because I noticed when this set first dropped, people were just dropping racks on stuff that was literally crashing in price. I was like, you people are insane. I mean, like, you get the money to if you get the money to crash. If you get the money to throw on it, that's cool. But you know what it was too. A lot of these shits were like twenty seven, twenty eight dollars. I could I could not get a six pack bundle. I had to buy ETB boxes after ETB boxes. So, Preston, how are you doing, buddy? And then them Oh yeah, I, I did like his Mega Evolution. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Innova Region is dope too. Bravery. Bra- Bra- oh, oh yeah, Bra- Bravery is dope. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like that one. Bra- All right, let's um, go to the final product. Of let's go to the final Pokemon TCG product for the Pokemon Mar- Market Watch Bra- Paradox Bra- Rift. Okay, so. What's gonna go on with this set, man? It's gonna change the meta, or it's gonna be one of those collector meta-ish sets. Oh no, this is, this is both. This is both. Okay. This is one of the both ones. What's the best, best cards out of the set? Iron Hand, Iron Valley, Roaring Moon. Mm-hmm. There's so many just busted cards. Uh, there's a website I want I want you to check out because then you go actually look at the cards because because you, you won't be able to look at the cards until about right. the. Seven Pokemon cards every player needs from Paradox Rift. Yep. Oh, obviously, the Salamance card is going to be there, obviously. Yeah, Roar Moon, Iron Hands. Look at this. Read this motherfucking effect. Iron Hands. Oh, good lord. The attack, they, they actually need to attack AP very much. It was another... They, Let me make the screen a little bit bigger. They actually need to attack AP very you much. So it says, if your yeah. opponent's Pokemon is knocked, knocked out... by damage from this attack, take one more prize card. Okay. Yeah, no, that's me. The prize trade becomes stupid. It's the, like, oh, uh, uh, but it only does 120 damage. But it turns on one prize into a two prize. And now instead of hitting six times, you only need to hit three times. It turns a two prize into a three prize and so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, Now we have, what's one? Is this one right here? Excalibur? No, no, no. This, this is the deck that he's put in the best. Okay, so gotcha, All you have gotcha. to do is one lightning. This could work too, Lugia and Lost Box. Not, but Lugia is gonna. It takes too much. Re, uh, it Lugia can't do it, but it takes a lot of setup. Chimpal is water, 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 lightning. Boom, you're done. Okay. And Lost Box is there too. Ability sense. Once during your turn, you may attach a basic psychic energy from your hand to one of your best Pokemon. If you attach the energy to a Pokemon this way, draw two cards. Pretty much what it is is. You, if you have four of these on the bench, you can drop to eight cards per turn. That's fucking disgusting. Yep, that's Pokemon. Iron Valiant EX? Yep. Okay. Uh, on bench. Uh, once during your turn, go back up. When this when this Pokemon moves from the your bench to the active spot, you may put up to two, you may you may put two damage counters on your um, one of your Opponent Pokemon. Pretty much what it is, if, you, if you're able to switch escape rope out uh, for a turn, you can put up to two damage counters per turn, or, or up to eight damage counters per turn. And if you have four of these, you spread them across, you go Radiant Alex, switch them off, Yoga Loop, turn one, you can knock them out. Yeah, it's busted. It's stupid. Okay, let's go to their fourth pick, which is oh, this motherfucker, this motherfucker right here, friendly gouging, knock out your opponent's active Pokemon. Boom, right there. If you if your opponent's active Pokemon is knocked out this way, 
this Pokemon does tune theme to itself. It seems bad, but you gotta realize you can knock out any Pokemon that's not that's effects as you can't use it because this is a, a knockout by effect, not by damage. Some Pokemon can't be knocked out by effect. They can only be knocked out by damage. You can knock out a four prizer or three prizer with this with ease. And then you got Clammy Storm. You may discard a steam in play if you do this attack does 120 more damage. That means, you know, any stadium in play, you can discard, do 220 damage with three energy. You can knock out Mew V Max with ease. This card is busted. This card is crap. That friendly gouging is guaranteed to restart on drugs. Oof. It's literally three energy. You can it do points it. 230? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, so so it, 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 this is going to be like, isn't this your pick to be like the best card of the set, actually? No, I ain't it. This is about okay. third. Okay. Third or fourth. Oh, this, I love this card. This card is busted. You can only play this card if you discard another card from here. Search your deck with two basic energy cards, reveal them, and put them in your hand, then shuffle your deck. I'm going to tell you why this is busted. Pass to the Peak says you can't use any ability with a Pokemon that have a robot. Your chin pal can't get water energy. If you have two or three of these in here, you just keep doing it. And if you have, uh, what's the Pokemon? Um, Bash Caliber, you just put energy all over the place. You get it out of your deck. Because that's the big thing about chin pal. Once you get the water energy out of your deck, all you gotta do, all you gotta get to now is super energy retrieval and two cards that you can discard off it, as long as not another super energy retrieval. That's the biggest thing. Always have dead cards in your hand. Sometimes you might not want to put down a card that might be good because you can use that for discard fodder. Number mm-hmm. six, Electkid. I don't agree with this card. This card, 30 hit points, gets knocked out by anything, but it's, a, it's attack, no attack. It, it is, anytime you see something like that with like a silver dot, it requires no, no energy. No energy required. It says plus 30. You get the attack of the center game to one of your Pokemon. It's good early game. What it is is you could knock out a Pokemon. You go not knock out. Put damage on a Pokemon. The issue is Iron Hands comes and knocks this out. It takes two prize cards over a 30, a 30 um hit point Pokemon. It's it's good during the pre-release, but nothing else. This card is not as good as people want to make it out to be. And number seven is Jirachi. Oh, this card. This card is put it's a let a stabilized counter. Prevent all daily counters from being placed on your base Pokemon by effects or uh of attack used by your opponent's basic Pokemon. Remember that stabilized I showed you earlier? This right. is the direct counter to it. Do you think that'll just essentially it Knock won't it kill it. It okay. won't kill it, but it'll make it. Now you have to, you have to, you have to start playing Lost Box differently. And if people say, like, "Oh, but people are being so copious about it," <laughs> you're gonna have to learn how to play Lost Box differently. You, you have to start taking it into, um, because you gotta realize if there's decks that have enough space space for Jurassic and Manaphy, mm-hmm. you have to play start playing Collapse Stadium. Kids with a clone, or counter, counter switch, or counter catcher. Certain cards to get one of them into active, 
if you want to knock out both of them, you get Manfi into the active, cancel Cologne, and then you go Greninja and knock both of them out. People are just like, uh, so it's like, no, because people tend to like not want to sit card enough. It's like, this is. This is actually gonna be a good card. I, like, okay. I haven't pulled one yet, but I kind of I, I get to pull one soon. And the last thing I'll ask you before we head out is, what did you think about the McDonald's promos for twenty twenty three? Or did you not care this year? I feel like no one I, really cared as much this year for these. Honestly. No one cared because it's like okay, cool. It's, I think after like how how many years they keep doing it, it's, it's just losing its enthusiasm. Honestly, you know what it is no one cares because there's no there's no more COVID. When it was COVID, people cared. Yeah, and the thing here is that people kept mentioning, oh, well, the Pikachus will go up in value. Guys, McDonald's, I don't know if you really, like, actually live outside or go outside or actually touch grass. McDonald's is pretty big, and there's there's no shortage of these that will ever exist. The reason why cards went up in value before is because there was a shortage of them on the market based on how much they were actually printed. There is no yeah. shortage of that. There's literally, it will never be a shortage of this, ever. It might, it'll have a little bit of value to it. It'll be like, three four dollars but it is never going up past three four dollars ever yep and and for that to even happen it would take 20 30 plus years for that to happen honestly it may even happen then honestly so whenever mcdonald's does these promos the pikachu card will always hold the best value but that we're talking like it's gonna be like five ten dollars max maybe and i'm being really generous there actually and with that we will close out of this uh first pokemon market watch that we did together man Thought we knocked it out of the park there. We did a pretty good job, man. And also, next week, when we do another episode of the Iron Man podcast, we'll also be doing potentially a Yu-Gi-Oh! Market Watch or another Pokemon Market Watch. Um, but yeah, man, anything you want to say before we head out of this video that they're going to see on your channel, uh, make sure you guys check out uh, you know, me. Maybe he'll leave a link in the description box below for the Rumble yeah. channel where we do this live or my Twitch channel, whatever. You know, but make sure you guys, you want to watch this, subscribe to Chess. He'll be putting out the VODs on his YouTube channel. So, you know, this is the way he can put out some, you know, more content. And he just is obviously just sitting there telling me how much he, how much sex he'll have with my ex, actually. <laughs> this man's like, yeah, Pikachu's going up in value, but I also want your ex's Pikachu. It's like, okay, all right, awesome. Thank, thank you for letting oh, me know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make her a Pikachu. But, you know, not, it's not even that. Pretty much, you know, it's like, Got Pokemon going on. It's like, it's like I, I got Yu Gi Oh coming back to I got a heartfelt video about me coming back into Yu Gi Oh, but it's okay. Like, it's gonna take time because, like, I just want to, you know, make sure that's coming from come from an actual place. That's why I'm like, with just be on the lookout for that. But like with Pokemon right now, yeah, the Mark Watch code come out. I'm a, of course, as soon as I get a consistent schedule. Like to me, my schedule would not be in a good consistent state until January. Okay. And with that yeah. being said, uh, if you guys are two guys are watching this from Chaz's channel first, uh, thank you guys for watching so much. Make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe, and also comment. Love the engagement. And maybe for these ones, I'll use a new outro. Because for Yu-Gi-Oh, it'd be like, oh, my usual basic one. Gotta catch them all. And no, that, that's just cringe. That's terrible. What's the best outro we could have for one of these? God. Uh, I don't know. Honestly. Well, we'll see you guys later. I'll think about it next week. Have a great day, everyone. Peace. Deuces. Goodbye. Peace. All right. So, as you guys know, that is going to be out on uh, Chess's channel. I'm going to download this episode and then clip this, that market watch out.
and uh, send it to him, actually. So we'll chill here for like another four minutes because the League of Legends World Championship is also going to be happening, too. So I want to watch Cloud9 versus Fnatic tonight. Uh, It's crazy, man. It's Fnatic has always thwarted Cloud9 for moving on at the World Championship. They did it in 2013. Real bullshit I don't want to get into right now with Riot. Uh, 2018 with... um, uh, Jeez, yeah, with 2018 him. with the semifinals, the actually. Finals, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they I always feel like they're throwing off Cloud9. No matter what, both teams might have got Cloud by ID. Who oh, they would have had, no, no, no. had a better chance? Just KT. ID? Just KT or EDG. Because Licorice said in their scrims after they had their Miracle run after Afrika, they said they went like 0 and 30. They were getting clobbered. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, oh, that's why people said that the. Um, that the championships was in the semifinals. KT versus yeah. IG. And people like to rewrite history a lot. IG were the best team that year. Don't listen to fucking people. IG were literally the best team that year. I, I knew that going in. I mean, I thought RNG were going to do better than they were. And yeah. when I saw IG face KT, I was like, oh, no, KT, you're going to lose to them. I thought they were just a better team, honestly. And the finals literally did happen in the quarterfinals, actually. You know? And... That, that happened a lot of times in championships, man. Like, yeah, I remember when I remember when I um, played football. I mean, like, G two versus RNG was a surprise based on how bad G two were that year. That really was yeah. a surprise. And the day that Cloud Nine made top four was obviously uh, you know not a surprise. People knew Africa was weak. Korea had these many years where they would send a pretty weak team, but yeah. sometimes the weaker team would kind of get away with it because it's had better mechanics. But certain years, yeah. like. Teams like Africa, you knew they were bad. They were they were yeah. a terrible team. So that was a year we had a terrible team that got draw that only did well because the teams were just that much worse than the other opposition. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's and, crazy how yeah, Whipple was the Whipple was the top leader for Fnatic, right? Yeah, so it was Soaz, and then basically so Soaz had had like these anger issues, and they one week from what what I've learned recently, like about last year, earlier this year, he he got angry and smashed his hand broke his finger fingers and then young buck was the head coach of Fnatic at the time put in whippo and dylan falco was also the team coordinator no dylan falco yeah. was the head coach at the time young buck was the team coordinator and then after that young buck young buck became the head coach again and then dylan falco went to go coach shalka so when shalka disbanded as an org uh, Caps asked for dylan falco back because caps was under dylan falco when he first came over actually oh, okay that that's before I understand. Caps had a lot of success with Dylan Falco. Dylan Falco knows how Caps works, and Dylan Falco's a really smart like coach. He was the guy who was um with the Immortals a very very long time ago. And Immortals first became an org in the LCS when they were good. When they, that yeah, the only year they were good, and he left right after that shit. And people thought, oh, he uh he's the reason why they did make Worlds that year. No, all the players like just completely got worse. Actually, they got so complacent. You could tell they got so complacent after being so dominant for the entire year that they just flubbed out when it really mattered, honestly. And I would have preferred if IMT, IMT that year went to Worlds over CLG, but this was a different this format. Back. Yeah, and, th- and this was when um basically you could qualify through championship points. So if Cloud, so since Cloud9 lost to TSM, that means that since CLG won spring, CLG would go as a second seed actually, even though they oh, lost okay. to IMT in the third place match that weekend, actually, you know? Yeah. And Cloud9 were... I, I thought Cloud9 were the third best team that year in the LCS for that specific split, but they were not as good as TSM. I mean, TSM kind of just ran the league at that point, you know? I mean, we're talking like 
fisting. We're talking like oh, no way close these games were, you know? Like we haven't had that kind of thing since like Cloud9 of 2020. So like IMT was really dominant. So was TSM. And Cloud9, I would say, had that. We, we, we haven't had that since Cloud9, like an absolute team so dominant where like, dude, there was there was three weeks in a row, Zvent, there was uh, games where they didn't even drop a tower. That's how dominant oh, Cloud9 shit. roster was. There was get multiple games for like about four weeks. They hadn't even dropped one outer turret. We're talking like they were beating people that hard. They said they beat people so hard. Not only would they cancel scrims, it would give these motherfuckers depression. <laughs> But you know what's bullshit, dude? It's all the LCS people say, we need a team like that that'll challenge us, that'll just teach us and beat us so we can learn. Motherfuckers is lying out their ass. They were canceled scrims. Fucking pussies. No, no. I think it's one thing when you get beat and another thing when you get demoralized. Those are two separate things. They said they would beat people so bad that we get so demoralized. (laughs) God. You don't want to get demoralized. So that's when, uh, you know, so when Cloud9 lost to FlyQuest, they were like, we were always beating FlyQuest in scrims. They beat FlyQuest in the finals in spring. But FlyQuest chose to not scrim them that week to hope that their mental would be better. So they doubt that not scrimming them would work better for them because that means they wouldn't be, like, demoralized after losing to them in scrims really fast, you know? And then Cloud9 were like, yeah, we we, right after that, 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 that playoff match, we beat them in scrims as fast as we normally do, you know? It just people just play on stage differently, and they weren't even that yeah. good, though. If I'm being honest here, it just they just played better in that specific playoff match. It was like, oh my god, we're talking about Cloud Nine dude that was so dominant. They only lost two games in spring, oh, one shit. to TSM in week like six, and one game in the playoffs, just one, not a single series, a single game they lost, and that was like EG or some shit. Yeah, actually, that's how dominant the team was. <laughs> Their record was so gross. It was like thirty six to like fucking two. Oh shit! They were stomping so hard. <laughs> These games were not close on any stretch of imagination. We're talking like Sven hadn't died in the competitive LCS games in like two weeks. He hadn't died at all as an ADC. Good lord, man! But we don't have a team like that anymore. You know? I mean, like, has the team been as dominant like that? Not really. No, the last no, year I, I don't think so. Like, even when EG was the best team, they weren't, like, dominant. Nah, know, they were just stomp wins, you know? Nah, nah, they were just consistent. That was the same. It was just, just a inspired and – it was just an inspired diff. It was just so much better yeah. than every single jungler outside of, like, Closer and Blabber, you know? Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Iron Man Podcast. Uh, like I mentioned before, we're going to be doing this potentially once or twice a week. We'll have a Yu-Gi-Oh! Market Watch, some episodes, or a Pokemon Market Watch, just depending on how – it's going actually depending on events and products coming out. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Have a great night, everybody. Peace. Deuces.